What is up, everyone? This is OC Sports Talk. I am KC, and I'm here with a new member of the occasionally occasionally coherent network, Miami Marcus. What's going on, Marcus? Uh, I appreciate you bringing me on. It's a great honor. Uh, I'm a little upset it's not called the OC Family, but then I think people <laughs> would just probably like just think we're Cali kids, even though I'm yeah, a Cali kid. So. That's true. You are a Cali kid. But, but you're also a Miami kid, yeah, Miami I, Marcus. I am true. I was born in California, but I feel like my soul was raised in the beautiful city of Miami. Uh, um, so yeah, we are OC Sports Talk. So that's OC, Occasionally Coherent. Um, people might know me from the Occasionally Coherent podcast. Um, we host that every week, myself along with the Goose and Captain Kriegs, who are also my father and my brother. <laughs> um and uh we oh, i can see now why i wasn't part of the family it's okay like, <laughs> i get it now we'll have you on there don't yeah. worry um and yeah as uh as i announced uh when the last couple weeks and then here this last week for our episode uh we have a new show and uh this is that show um so nice. people might already know um i am a big packer fan i grew up in wisconsin we're currently recording in wisconsin um, so I'm cheesehead through and through, um, all Wisconsin sports all the way, except for hockey, go golden Knights. Um, and, uh, so I am, I'm a big homer for the Packers. I love, uh, anything to do with them. And I will, uh, argue to the death that they're always the best and going to be the best. Um, definitely never biased with my opinions with them at all. <laughs> um, and uh, obviously Miami Marcus, there's going to be some sort of Miami connections over there, I'm assuming. Uh, yes, there is. Uh, growing up, um, I was born in California, but I was raised in Wisconsin here for most of my life. Um, just doing a lot of the things uh, around here. I've taken a lot of shit from Packer fans about being a Dolphins fan. They, Because uh, I grew up during the era of right as Marino was done, and it was like, well, right, we'll move on. We got... Uh, Jay Fielder, Jay Feely, uh, or no, eight, sorry, eight, Jay Fielder, AJ Feely, Cleo Lemon, and then uh, Dante Culpepper. That one worked out well for us in 2008. Oh boy, Tannehill, which is, you know, you know as much as it pains me to see him in Tennessee, I'm actually kind of happy for him now that he's doing good there. He had a very, uh, he has a pretty girl. He has a pretty wife. So, you know, I was always good. That was the number one thing. I was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so, uh, we both are very big sports individuals. I don't. I don't think you would classify either of us as superstar athletes, but we both are uh, definitely big fans of the game. No matter what, we have a lot of the same interests. We both. Uh, we've been friends for a while now, and we we have the same interests, and we're big nerds when it comes to science fiction and Star Wars and video games and all of that stuff. But then we also uh, get down to the brass tacks of. Uh, debating sports, sports with each okay. other and talking sports, watching sports together, all that stuff. So when you live in a state where it's negative 40 for about two months out of the year, all you literally have to do is pretty much play video games and just either drink or watch sports. Or the great thing about sports is you can drink while watching sports. That's true. You can put those um, two together. And in Wisconsin, if you don't put those two together, there's something wrong there with is, you. There's definitely something wrong with you. You must be a Mormon. <laughs> I take offense to the superstar athlete. Did you not see me at your bachelor party softball game? I started that game with a triple. I set That's the true. tone you for did. the team. You did start it with a triple, but I, I'm I'm just <laughs> saying to the fact like neither of, I, 
you probably wouldn't qualify either of us to talk about sports in the sense that we've played beyond the very amateur level. Oh, yeah, but I, I didn't play past middle school football, so yeah, yeah, you got me yeah. I, I played a little but bit in high school, and I think I could have been a long snapper. I think I think that's my thing. I could have been a long snapper, or potentially um, the guy, the the place kicker holder. I think I could have got that nice, punter. Yeah. But the punters have that job now. Right, Thanks, yeah. McAfee. Right. I always, I'm I'm mad at myself now looking back that I didn't like dedicate myself to being a kicker. Oh yeah. Like, could you imagine if I would have worked on it from like nine years old and beyond? Like, if that's all I focused on, I did nothing but focus on kicking. It, I think the right? only problem with kicking is it's not the powerful of the leg, it's the mental state. Because, like, can you imagine you just say, like, a homeboy from uh, the Bengals missing that game or the game tying chip field goal? Can you imagine if there was actually fans in that stadium, what they would have been doing to him, what they would have been saying? Oh yeah, that that, that would have been brutal. But I I think that. for the for the Bengals, that's kind of just par for the course. So they're a little bit. It's more not because it was it. the Chargers. The Chargers were just like, so this is what it's like to have someone miss a game winning <laughs> field goal. That's easy. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm 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 mad at myself for not like dedicating more like to something like being a little bit more specialized because I feel like you know then Dude. you have potential to. So it's maybe long go a little bit further, are. but they've gotten a lot easier now because now they can't. They've you can't line up right in f- like above them because before right. what they used to do is just hammer down right on their shoulders mm-hmm. the second like the ball was snapped. So basically, they were getting just beat on mm-hmm. every game, and so now they have it where you can't line up right above them. So I mean, that's why I'd be like long snapper seems kind of nice. I mean, how many times you ever heard like oh a two year long snapper and he's out? Usually they're like oh I've been long snapping for fifteen years every game, and I was like man, that must be a nice paycheck. Right? Yeah. Look, look at John Dornvoss. Oh like he, he made a career out of being a long snapper. Now he's a magician and an entertainer, but he made a career <laughs> out of being the long snapper. And he was he was good and he was like the known name in it too, which yeah. is just kind of funny. Like that's the only thing that's wrong. It's like you're it's a thankless job. Like we can oh, name yeah. one guy. You can name a million bad quarterbacks, but you can't ever name one bad long snapper. No one knows who ever snapped the ball to Scott right. Norwood, but everyone knows who Scott Norwood is. Right. And you might make a name for yourself if you like really, really screw up. Yeah, like you had that you you were the one who snapped the ball from the twenty to the fifty and completely chucked it over the head of the punter and resulted True. in the loss of whatever game. Like, and you might you might be known in that sense, but more it's more of an infamy than it is a like famous. I feel like I've dedicated a good chunk of my life to trying to remember great linemen. But here's the thing: who snapped the ball to Peyton Manning when he fumbled the football to cause a safety against the Seahawks in that game? I don't know. I exactly don't know. my I, point. I, I don't even I'm know. Sure, I'm sure there is uh, Broncos fans who would know exactly who that is, but that's like a Packer fan like me. I know exactly who dropped that onside kick. For the life of me, I can't remember his name right now, but I can picture his face, and I know that um, he got cut like the day after that, after like the season ended for him there, and he was what? out. Who is it? Uh, who is the um, Tony Mandrich? Who was the guy, the guy that you drafted in that uh, huge draft? That you guys pass, you passed up on everybody. Be like that guy because he's a great offensive lineman. And it was like, oh, oh in yeah. college he was doing nothing but banging the steroids. Oh yeah, yeah. He was taking. Like, I remember watching the ESPN uh, short documentary. Might have been like an E60 or like a before, like the incredible like bulk. A, a, yeah, and a something like that. And uh, I remember him talking about all like the horse steroids and stuff that he was taking. And that dude was massive. And you know, like linemen, like they got a little bit of like 
they got a little bit of fat on them and stuff like that too. They're not like trim guys or anything by any stretch of the word. They have a little bit of a BMI to them. Kyle Turley. I don't. I don't think that guy had an ounce of fat on him in some of those pictures. It was just straight up muscle, and he was still the size that he was. Kyle like, how Turley. How can you not expect? He was a. Uh, they had him play tight. They had him play tight end and usually right or left tackle. I think it was right tackle, and that guy was a really thin lineman. I know that because I always he was always a free agent and like Madden 06 and I always pick him up because he had long beautiful blonde hair and uh, it always worked out for me so that's why I like you Kyle Turley there you go right. shout out to Kyle Turley yeah. um, we'll get him on the podcast we'll yeah right my my hit list for people I want number one over all else like I don't like I kind of and there's a part of me that kind of hates the Packers for all the years of hate that I got from them for being a Dolphins fan and all the belittling is uh, I do really want to talk to Donald Driver. Yeah, that is, definitely. I, I love that. I love everything about him. Yeah. Um. Simply, I just want him, one, I want him on the podcast because I want to know if he can actually talk. I didn't know Ed Reed actually knew English until his uh, his uh, retirement speech. And I was like, that guy could talk, man. Yeah, he didn't do much when talking when he was on the field. He I just let his game speak for himself. Exactly. And Donald Driver was definitely one of those guys, too. He wasn't a, a Deion he Sanders was, or a I wanna say Jalen Ramsey. Seventh, that was, seventh round pick. I think so, I, something like that. I know yeah. if you play... Uh, NFL 2K3. They have yep. him at like a 49. And I was like, oh, you're fucking dead wrong on that one. You don't know yeah, shit. For sure. It was he drafted in 90. He was drafted the year after they lost to the Broncos. So 98, I think. Yeah. Uh, he was drafted in like the seventh round. And now he's the Packers all-time leading receiver. As he should be. He's I great. think I think Adams will probably catch him if as long as he can stay healthy because he gets a lot of yards. He gets more yards than even Jordy got. Yeah, um, dude, Driver played like Driver played right forever. at that tail end when like it was kind of that shady area. It would be like, yeah, you can kind of light a motherfucker up, but like you know, we're yeah. still we, we're not gonna be happy well, about it. We're gonna find you, but we're not gonna penalize you. Well, and he he had that he had the long longevity because he wanted to play for the Packers. I think so. He didn't seek that huge contract where I know that once Devonte Adams' current contract comes up, he's probably gonna want more money than what he's making now, which is gonna result in. Either we're not going to let that happen. Pay or, the man. Oh, yeah, for sure. Pay the man. He's <laughs> worth every every cent that you can give him between him and Aaron Jones. Don't. Packers, please pay Aaron Jones for the love of God. Do not let him leave next don't, year. And do not franchise take him. Don't let what your last GM did and just whenever a wide receiver's contract up, let him go and be like, we'll just draft a seventh-round white guy. Right, yeah. And put him in. Be like, it worked really well for Jordy. I was like, Jordy was a second-round pick, and he was supposed to be your kick yeah. returner. And then people were like, man, this kid's got good ankles. <laughs> Well, and he he's can got, cut he routes had, real good. He had good hands too, and he he just ran a good route. And that's, I would argue, I will say that that is something that the Packers have always been able to do is find guys who can run routes. I would argue probably the closest talent wise to Steve Largent. I think maybe Steve Smith. I think is the closest to talent wise to Steve Largent had of just like, yeah, he's not fast, but oh my god, can that man cut? And yeah. oh my god, is his route running good? Well, it's the same as I mean, you can just liken that to Jerry Rice too. I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to say that Devontae Adams or Jordy Nelson or um, Steve Smith are even on that same level of Jerry Rice because Jerry Rice is on his own level altogether. DK Metcalf might be that dude. Do he fast? He big. He's good. And he's, he's got good. Russell Wilson to throw him the ball for the next ten years. So he's they... good if he can if he can keep it up. And if he's, I mean, Russell Wilson's amazing. And I'm going to talk more about Russell Wilson here in as like, we get further it's a sports in, podcast but, we have to talk about russell wilson well and and we're like we're based in wisconsin wisconsin yeah. quarterback that's my guy right there should have won us a rose bowl yeah. fucking kirk cousins man it wasn't kirk cousins it was uh 
Well, they they Red lost Rocket. to they lost to no th- th- that was the year was before. That the year? Oh, no, was the year before. No, they that were, was with Tank Carter and TCU. They lost to Michigan State that year um, oh, on a yeah. on a last second play, um, and Kirk Cousins was the quarterback for Michigan State. So, Oof. as a, as a Packer fan, I like Kirk Cousins now because he's playing for the Vikings. Yeah. But at that time, I couldn't stand him. Just hated the man. Um. But yeah, so as far as the podcast goes, just kind of a rundown on how we're going to, uh, how things are going to lay out. You know, we'll talk about anything that's going on. We have a couple of, uh, a couple of different uh, bits and whatnot that we'll throw in there. Um, one of the things that uh, we like to do is we do, we do argue quite a bit. We both have pretty passionate takes on uh, certain aspects of sports, especially football. Football is definitely our favorite sport and as it is for most Americans, um, so uh, usually towards the end of the episode, the last portion, we will debate something, um, and uh, there'll be some heated arguments, I'm sure. But Although uh, arguably now, Troy Aikman, no longer a real American after what he, some, I, like, did you hear that with Troy Aikman on the hot Troy, mic? Yeah, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. From what I got about it, it was just like a throwaway joke. Right, yeah. Because, like, I've made that joke before, too, be like, oh, great, how much money are you spending on the jet fuel to fly him over? Like. One, it's like, I think it was just a joke because I think pretty much everyone knows. Uh, I have a buddy, John. He's in the Air Force. He works with pararescue. Like, he mm-hmm. drops those guys out. Of, he's a jump master. Sure. And that's basically fit into their training as they do this stuff. They mm-hmm. Like, for one of the Air Force guys, right, he yeah. literally had to drop some of those guys in for that game. Yeah. So, I think... Yeah, they they, they loop that into, like, because you have to get a certain... Log a certain number of hours uh, yeah. under actual flight before you can be, like... You know the leather jackets yeah. they have? You can't get that, I think, until you have... I think he was telling me you have to have logged, like, 120-something combat hours. Right. And I was like, have you got that? He's like, yeah, I was in Afghanistan. I got it. Yeah. I was like, why don't you get it? He's like, I'm not going to get that till I get promoted because right. I don't want to look like a fucking tool. <laughs> right. Um, I don't I don't have a problem with what they said because if, it's, if like... It was just, it's, it's, to me, it was a, a joke. joke. I didn't it's take it as serious. That, yeah, it, it's a joke. Like, if me and you were just sitting there making a joke about yeah. it, I don't think that... I actually, I don't think that people will take it too bad out of context because I haven't really heard too much. Um, I don't think you know. about it. You don't but, know the current state of the American politics that, that, and how true. everybody hates everybody. That is very true. Um, to me, as a man who doesn't care about politics, I took that and I just giggled because, right, like, yeah. it's like because I think I've made jokes like that all the time. Yeah, and I think I, I actually like Troy Aikman a percentage now as opposed to just right. like absolutely hating the man. I was like, oh, that's mm-hmm. kind of funny. He makes, he's right. actually a human being when the f- right. TV's not on. And then I, I've liked him since uh, it was earlier this year. I think I actually might've even been the, the first Packer game of the season. Um, there was like a technical difficulty and the death stare that he gave the producer and you could see him just like glaring at him. I was like, oh, somebody lost their job there. And he's just like glaring at him. And he's not like an intimidating dude to look at. But that was an intimidating glare. Like I, I was like, oh, somebody I, just dude. Like if you look into lost it, their damn job right there. His history with the Cowboys after Jimmy left, or maybe Jimmy didn't leave. They kicked Jerry right. Jones kicked Jimmy out. Um, with him and Barry Swisher, apparently it got super heated. So like, I don't know if like I still want to mess with Troy Aikman. He's got that CTE, so he'd probably just like murder me in my sleep. He might. <laughs> And, Chris we'll, and, we, and, we, and we and we won't know until, yeah. until we dissect his brain. Yeah. <laughs> um, Very politically correct. But yeah, so we'll we'll throw some of that in there. And Obviously, we're going to talk about some news. We'll episode talk about one. We're canceled for making fun of people. With and episode and we are done <laughs> right then and there. That's it. Pulled the plug. Um, 
Uh, so obviously this week uh, we're we're starting kind of in the middle of the NFL season. Um, best place to start. Best place to start. Uh, anybody who's listening, who's also listened to um, occasionally coherent, knows that um, I just got married a couple weeks ago. So the idea of starting another podcast in the middle of trying to plan a wedding, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have. I would have been strung up by my ankle and uh, tied in the garage if I would have tried to do something like that. Not to say that I, you know. I did deliver a dope-ass right. speech, though. And yes, I, I want to see if there's a recording of that. I want to save it for history because it yes. was great. Yes, it was absolutely. the only time, I think, on camera you can see visible tears on me. Yeah, Marcus definitely... Uh, gave I didn't cry. <laughs> I got choked up. He did get choked up. He gave a speech at the wedding. He was part of our uh, wedding party. So um, so as as you can tell, that just that alone shows that he's... I, we're very good friends, and we love to talk about sports. So uh, we'll We've get right into it. Naked. We have seen each other naked. I have seen not, not full blown naked. I have I mean, seen the man sitting across from me's butthole <laughs> at least once, if not twice. I didn't see. I haven't seen your bare ass until literally your bachelor party, where for some <laughs> reason when you were playing beer pong, you got that thing out about eight different times to try and mess up Evan's game. And I was like, "What am I witnessing? I'm the guy that's supposed to get drunk and naked. That's my stick. And he's right. stealing it. Yeah, it was <laughs> great. last night of freedom." <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, we'll get right into it. So uh, we're starting, uh, we're just coming off of week six of the NFL, uh, going into week seven, and we're also coming off of game one of the World Series. Uh, so World Series was last night, the first game was last night, uh, Dodgers very handedly took care of that one. Um, yeah, Kershaw, ba- Kershaw basically won that, and also yeah. uh, Mookie. Mookie. Mookie bets is awesome. Um, and I know, you know... The joke's already been told about a million times online. What are the what were the Red Sox doing? What were they? And I know they got to cut payroll. I know, like you know, the luxury taxes. They're starting to be a little bit more strict with that kind of stuff, and it's going up in the MLB, which is good for the MLB. I think. Yeah, but you're so the Red way. Sox. You just won like two right. championships. You're the Red Sox. In, like, Fifteen years. Go all in on that. You just won. He he won a World Series with them. Yeah. A couple years ago, like what? That's a generational talent. The guy who's who probably could very well be one of the best players in your franchise's history, if not in the MLB history. And you traded him away for, I think they, what did they get prospects or they might've gotten a pitcher or something like it's, that too. I don't remember. I, 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 pers- remember I hate baseball got. trading because right. there's like, he's a prospect. And I was like, well, yeah, but like prospects are valued even it, more than in the NFL, like a low round draft pick is valued yeah. and they value like, you can trade somebody would be like, Oh, look at uh, Aaron Rodgers is on the market for trade. Oh, what'd they get for him? Yeah. Second round pick, third round. Pick. Like, like how, how are you valuing these picks? Because there's such a gamble and same with these prospects. There's such a gamble. Well, it's where it's is me, that coming from? It comes down to if you're a GM and like uh, with the brewers, with Yelich and it's like, Oh, we stole him from the pirates. And so now, well, no, it was the Marlins. The Marlins they stole him from. I'm not a Marlins fan, by the way. The That's true. The Miami Marcus, <laughs> the affiliation starts and I think does it start and end with? I would the Dolphins. The sports. It's I have a very odd uh, love of the different sports teams. I have it goes. Um, the Dolphins have I've loved them ever since I was a kid. Um, I have old blankets and clothing that are older than probably some people listening to this podcast of dolphin stuff on that. So don't you dare call me a bandwagon fan because of Tua, that's, that's my trigger. Um, and then for basketball, I loved the Hornets and then the Hornets moved out. And so I got on the heat and then LeBron got on there and then everybody kind of jumped on that. And I was like, ah, 
I don't know how I feel now. And then the Hornets came back. I loved the Hornets because I'd play NBA Jam, and they had Muggsy Bogues, Larry Johnson, and Alfonso Mourning. So nice. that was basically like if you weren't going to play the Utah Jazz because everybody always picked the Utah Jazz because Jordan wasn't in NBA Jam. Right. Then I just I just go play the Hornets. I just I yep. loved them. Yeah. And uh, so I guess the Hornets are there. I still do really like the Miami Heat. I think it's just because I like Jimmy Butler because everybody mm. hates him. Jay Butt. The Jay Butt. Because they used to hate him. I guess that. Yeah. I guess it's it's went up went down it's, a little bit when they realized to be like, oh, he's not an asshole. He's just really competitive. Right. Yeah. And it's weird because you know we're we're in Western Wisconsin, so we actually a lot of Minnesota sports kind of filter over to us a little bit. So we get a lot of Minnesota takes and obviously it didn't work out with him in, uh, in Minnesota for the Timberwolves and it was kind of an ugly ending and they oh. didn't get much in return for him. Something didn't work out with the Timberwolves. I can't right. believe it. Wow. Right. I wonder why so, KG ever wanted to leave that so beautiful a, organization. Uh, so for a little while there, my opinion of him was kind of skewed just by hearing that. I was like, oh, wow, he's kind of an asshole. But now looking back on it, it's like, okay, he played for Minnesota. Minnesota is just a terrible franchise. They just can't. They're they're always in their own way. They can't find the right coach. They nothing, can't keep a superstar. They, nothing but love for the Timberwolves. If any of your players want to come out on the podcast, that's true. Able to, that's true. <laughs> we, we've been blacklisted. Yeah. Um, um, and then he went to 76ers. Uh, 76ers, which. Well, he started in Chicago. Right. Where he was like a sixth man for Rose during that period where it was like Rose, Joe Kim, mm -hmm. Luol Dang. Right. They were phenomenal. And just the only problem is Derek Rose does what he usually does. And, you Got know, hurt. his leg explodes yeah. in eight different pieces. Yeah. And then he came over to Minnesota. Uh, he played decent there, but he kept butting heads because it's the, the age old mm -hmm. process of if you're a GM, you can keep your job for six years as long as you use the phrase, we're sticking with the process. There's right. a process going oh, on. Oh, I, I hate that. I hate that so much. How did it work out for the 76ers? I, exactly. The process is done. Get it out of here. It, burn it. Bye. Like, that was just so dumb. Like, they're sitting there. Everybody's... And the thing about that with the 76ers... I know we were talking about MLB, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the thing about that with the 76ers is it was just absolutely ridiculous watching that unfold. Like, they start out, they get uh, Embiid, and that's a great player, like between him and Anthony Davis, two best big men in the league, right? You know, mm -hmm. Timberwolves fans are going to gripe about Carl Anthony Towns, but Embiid and Davis are much better. Yeah. Um, you might make an argument for Towns being number three or number four, but... I think it's... Cat doesn't have the work ethic those guys do. No, no, as not good as all. I think he is, it's just like... Yeah. Dude, I'm, like, I know it was one of the things... you you know how amazing would have been LeBron instead of going to Lakers? I mean, he did want to hear it, but dude, he would have, I think he would have won too if he would have went to the 76ers. Oh, yeah. I, I, think, he, I think he could have been good in New York too. I honestly do. With the, with the Nets was, or the Knicks? I don't I think it was the Knicks that wanted him. But the thing about it is I think they had a high draft pick at that time too. And the thing with LeBron and the thing about basketball is a good player like that will draw other players to the team too. So Brian I Anthony Davison. Right, yeah. So I think and you're telling me that if he goes to the Knicks, that Anthony Davis doesn't think about maybe going up to the Knicks or all those Knicks fans uh bring back all their old jerseys. Right, yeah. They all talk about how they've been here jerseys. since day one. Oh yeah, yeah. Ewing playing. Okay, where were you in between yeah, Ewing between? and now? Name you know, me anybody relevant between not named Ewing Jeremy and Lynn. Yeah. Oof. Or he, I guess Przingis, but he's not even on the team anymore either because that's such a dysfunctional organization that's too. A, that leaves a sour taste in my mouth with uh, Jeremy Lin because he came over. He revitalized his career a little bit in Charlotte and he, then he left for the yeah. big, and then he left instead of wanting to stay with them. 
Yeah. Who's he, who's he with now? I know he was with Houston. I think he's a free agent now. Is he a free agent he's, now? I think he really wants to play basketball. I think he's really good. So I, I'd bring him in as a role player. I yeah. mean, if your team oh, yeah. sucks, that's why a, not? That's, that's not the worst guy to have coming off the bench at all. You know? Um, anyways, but, uh, back to... Yeah. We'll, baseball. We'll go, we'll go back yeah. to baseball, talking Jesus. about game one of the World Series. Um, so yeah, the Dodgers took the seri- took game one pretty handily. Kershaw with the with a World Series win. Or not a f- World Series game win. Yeah. Um, it, it's gonna, so playoff it's Kershaw gonna. has not shown up uh, yet. He's actually pitched relatively decent throughout playoff. the playoffs here. I'm, I was very surprised when they said he was starting game one, but um, you know, good for him. And I know that he has a little bit of injury issues. He's got some back spasms and stuff like that. So wow. uh, good for him. And Mookie Betts, uh, home run, two stolen bases. Like that dude slaughtered. That's pretty good. Glasnow is oh. not a bad pitcher by any stretch, and they hammered him last night. Uh, Ten hits. Uh, final score of eight to three. Uh, game two is going on right now as we're recording, uh, and as of right now, it is. I don't even know. I know it's one to nothing. Looks like it's uh, top of three. So maybe one to nothing. Rays. Rays are winning right now. And um, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> Game's not over yet. Um, how angry are you that we got robbed the Dodgers Astros rematch? And our boy Joe Kelly, friend of the show, Joe Kelly, friend of the soon show, soon to be future big, big hero of the show. Oh yeah, love Joe Kelly. Um, how upset are you that we got to not? How? Oh, can you just? You know what? I I don't. That's why I told you earlier. Uh, I wished baseball was a bit more rigged, because the storyline for that would have been amazing. They would have been like, you robbed us of a World Series. You cheated us out of a World Series. And we are gonna bring all the fire and all the passion here. Don't I don't get me wrong. I, I used to be a big Devil Rays fan, Devil Rays fan, and then they dropped the Devil, and then they changed the uniforms to instead of like that cool teal, like yellow and orange and like you know just odd the colors. F- the Florida cool. colors. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's so cool. That's yeah. rad. And then they swapped it out for like the powder blue, powder blue, dark blue, dark which blue, like yeah. the the Jets have it, Seattle's had it, like every other team has that now. And I'm just kind of like, right. if you're not. Red and blue, and then you're blue and blue. And I was like, blue oh, okay, and blue, blue and white. Um, yeah, red and so, black. A lot of like, a lot of teams of I like have been based on the uniforms. That's why I'm starting to like the Heat again. The Miami Vice unis. Those are pretty sharp uniforms. I like. I was like, dude, play with those all the time. Drop the red and black. Uh, like, one of the things that we're gonna do on the show is uh, power rankings. Uh, at some point, we might have to power rank some uniforms. Oh yeah, for sure. The Miami. 2009 orange uniforms will not be on that list unless it's like things that will blind you. The Seattle 2013 lime safety cones are also not going to be on that list. That was terrifying to look at. I wanted a game where they played with the Miami bright orange blinding with against the Seattle's bright yellow blinding. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Known as the contrast bowl where you just turn it all the way down and be like, God, fuck, damn, I can't see a thing, dude. <laughs> yeah. I I always um, Oregon's uniforms. I remember they played the, the Badgers in the Pro Bowl a couple years ago, and they had those um, chrome helmets that you were. Mean co- that, you said the Pro Bowl. Pro, did I say the Pro Bowl? <laughs> yeah. Rose, Rose Bowl, not yeah, Pro Bowl. Go. Yeah, it probably more, it was definitely more entertaining than the Pro Bowl. No Pro Bowl this year. Good, thank God. Um, I remember they they had those chrome helmets. They, and they, they, were, they, were, they were supposed to, like, quote-unquote, change color at halftime. All it was is they were just turning the lights on, so then they'd 
<laughs> like I remember that, and people were like, "Oh, they're supposed to change color to halftime," and I'm just like, "That's not how it works." That's like they're not, not just they're not just gonna like what are they gonna spray paint them when they go back to the locker room instead of talking about yeah. the game? Everybody's got to spray paint their helmet. Yeah, yeah, like that. That's just not what happens. I can tell you right now, I didn't take Penatella to figure that one out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I remember that, and I remember that being so. like the the talk of the of the Rose Bowl was, "Oh, look at their uniforms; they got these cool chrome helmets." Uh, back to baseball. Um, with I'm I am kind of pulling for the Rays. A little bit. It's one of those. It's just one of those. I'm not going to get too invested with it because simply I know the Rays aren't going to win this. It's there's a, not a shadow of doubt in my mind that they can't. I don't even. I think they're probably going to get swept. It's as much as I want the the underdog, low paid team comes together to realize that you know. We can do this together. It's not going to happen because yeah. baseball is not like that. No, baseball is not set up that way. It's not um, anymore. I mean, maybe the Cardinals can do that, but then again, the Cardinals have probably the greatest farm system in human history. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, highlights of uh, game one of the World Series. Um, we're just coming off of week six of the NFL. Um, do we want to give our predictions for the World Series? I believe. Sure. What do you want? To, who do you think you got? I, I think it's I think it's uh, the Dodgers in five. All right. I'll go. I'll go six pack of Grain Belt beers, premiums. Sure. That it's going to be the Dodgers in four. Dodgers I think in four. Clean right. sweep. And yeah. then if it goes to like six or seven games, we lose. Then we just know. get a six pack and share. We it. just get a six pack and share. The, you know what? Greatest thing I ever heard. Yeah. The producer has to pay for that one. The producer will pay for that one. She knows. Gonna, she knows who she is. She's gonna lose her ass on that. <laughs> she's gonna lose so much money on this show. <laughs> All right. Um. So yeah, week six of the NFL. Oof. Um. I got. You want me to read me it? Uh, what I got, I got them right oh, here. Okay. What stood out to you? But before we even are we starting Thursday night game? Yeah, start Thursday night game. Um. God, in all honesty, the Titans defense with Mike Vrabel giving up that many points to the Texans. I mean, I think it's because the Texans are trying to feel revitalized because it's always the, what is it, the interim coach push. They, didn't play, they didn't play Thursday night. The, oh, it was was there, a, there wasn't a Thursday night game yeah, this week. That's what it, it got Tuesday, camped. My yeah. bad. There was the, the Tuesday. Yeah, uh, schedule's all screwed up. We'll blame COVID-19 for that one. Yeah, my bad. Um, but the uh, Texans and the Titans did play um, high-scoring game, 42-36. Derrick Henry is... Absolutely ridiculous. That is, right now, for my money, probably the best running back that I've ever seen play in my time of watching football. Uh, I've watched quite a quite a few good running backs. I'm at the hold off on that. I, like, I grew up, dude, I grew up during the height of LT, Priest, Holmes, Sean Alexander for like two years. <laughs> he is, that, right now, he is on pace to be better than those guys, in my opinion. AP, dude? AP was, what, eight yards away from breaking the single season record? And I don't think anyone's ever. Come I don't close. think. Well, you got the era is definitely different. But could you imagine Derrick Henry in the early two thousands or the late nineties when it was always a run first offense? That dude would have two hundred fifty yards a game. Well, it's a different. Well, we're going different era. Mike Allstott was getting like right, fifty yards true. a game. He was a fullback. When's it? When I mean, one time a fullback's gotten fifty yards in a game in the last what eight years ten years uh, John Kuhn might have had that John Kuhn did not get 50 in yards in a game I, he might have gotten three touchdowns because I've been like alright boys we're on the half yard line we'll have to get let's we'll get have it. to get a stat check let's on that give one. it to the Kuhn he's hunting for gash we'll, we'll have to get a stat check on that one because they're or um what's the the fullback for the 
uh, San Francisco. Are we going all purpose yards? Or are we going straight rushing? Straight rushing. Straight rushing. I don't think he's got fifty yards rushing. Juju Juju Sitskits. Yeah, whatever Polish. The, yeah, whatever the hell his last name is, I can't oh. pronounce it. I'm not going to try and butcher it right now. Yeah. Um, Which, Wisconsin, high amount of Polish people here. So um, we can't pronounce your last names. Um, Knock hi- a couple of consonants off, and we'll be okay. Highlights of that game between uh, Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry, we had almost 600 yards of offense. Yeah, that was um, great. Tannehill looking pretty good. Derrick Henry obviously looking great. Um, I mean, the Texans' offense wasn't terrible, but their defense is just nothing right now. Well, I mean, the Titans' defense, you're coached by Mike Vrabel. That's true. The Titans' defense definitely let up some points. and I, I wanna, Against I, a team with an interim coach. Yeah. I mean, but it is Deshaun Watson. I mean, I right. can't doubt that guy. Yeah, no, it's, I, I don't blame. Th- this season is not on Deshaun Watson. It's a toss of a season for the Texans. It's a good thing that Deshaun Watson's still young. Because if this was a wasted season later on in his career, you know, maybe two years from now, then I'd feel really, really bad for him. But <laughs> oh, hey, Bill yeah. Belichick, how's it going? Oh, he right? Oh, yeah, exactly. At this at this point, I'm I'm sad that he signed that extension, but obviously, you know, get your money. Um, we well, don't want to pull a Dak, right? And which we'll talk about that later. But yeah. uh, uh, Bengals and Colts. Bengals and Colts. Was that the next game? Uh yeah, the Colts won that one. Pulled it out at the end. Yeah, I had the Colts over the Bengals in that one. That was one I of believe my. Art. I had. Uh, you had the Bengals on I that. Had the Bengals on that one. And uh, I took I took that one. I was like, ah, you know, the Bengals have a bad secondary, and Philip Rivers likes to throw the ball, hundred and seventy times a game. Yeah. So. Um, our Wisconsin boy Jonathan Taylor is going to be a good running back. I think. Um, he's definitely. And, I mean, he's working with a fantastic offensive line for the Colts. You couldn't have asked for Like, you basically just take a fantastic Wisconsin offensive line and move it south a little bit to Indianapolis, and that's what he's dealing with there. They we'll take some of the Iowa goons and move yeah, them a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Get get the get the fat boys from Wisconsin yeah. and Iowa, and um, I don't know, where did Quentin Nelson play? Probably, in all honesty, if you're a good lineman, probably the Big Ten. Yeah, somewhere. You either um, SEC or Big Ten when it's a lineman. And usually yeah. if you're a lineman, it's like Mississippi State, right. Ole Miss. Um. So, yeah, uh, the Colts pulled that one out. Colts are 4-2. and two. They are, Um. which is crazy because they started the year, they look like utter dog shit, and then they kind of Phillip like, Rivers has not looked the best. He looked a lot better on Sunday. He still misses so many throws. Uh, I'm he upset so because I have T.Y. Hilton on my fantasy team, and yeah. uh, I've sit there and be like, "Oh, Philip Rivers throws the ball a hundred times, and it has not worked out for me." Yeah, he might God throw bless. the ball a hundred times, but he's only making fifty-five of those hundred throws. God bless Will Fuller. Yeah, because that man is saving my season. Yeah, Will Fuller, friend of the show, come on to the podcast. We'll give you an interview. <laughs> um, T. Higgins, uh, last thing on the Bengals, he's going to be a good receiver, and I think A.J. Green and John Ross are basically done in Cincinnati if they don't get traded at the deadline they're out of there after this year which I mean uh, John Ross is anyways because they didn't pick up his option yeah but um, they're they're out of there Um, Boyd and T Higgins Burrow likes them a lot and when you got a young a young quarterback like Burrow playing you got to keep the guys that he likes if there's guys that he doesn't like get them out of there Get something and for why, him. Get a get a draft pick. Pick up some. Get some offensive of, linemen for that man. Why pay a lot of money to options? He's not going to throw the ball too. Right. Get some offensive linemen for that man. My God, he might die this year. Do you think he'll? Do you over? Do you think he breaks David Carr's record of sacks in a season? Well, I don't we look think it up he gets six. He's because Derek Carr is in the top three when he used to play mm-hmm. for the Texans. This is yep. this is 
David, or, you know, David Carr, sorry. David Derek's Carr, his younger yeah. brother. Yep. I sound like an idiot now. I was born right outside of Fresno. I don't even know any of the Carr brothers. Great. <laughs> um, by the way, Fresno, did you know they passed up on Josh Allen? Yeah, that really worked out for you. Way to go, Bulldogs. They passed on Josh Allen? They passed Allen? on Josh Allen. And he went to Wyoming, right? Mm-hmm. Huh. That's Way to go, Fresno. Woo! Go, Fresno. <laughs> but um, David, he uh, his rookie year, it was the inaugural season for the Texans, and he got sacked 72 times. And then three years later, he followed it up with a great outing of getting sacked. I think it was like 68 times. And that is... Uh, so therefore, I think the GM of the Houston Texans at that time should be tried for murder or at least attempted murder. Yeah. Okay. I'm down with that. Uh, it was it just watching it. Cause like my mom is a huge Fresno state fan. Uh, she basically bleeds red and blue. Yeah. Um, was f- all for David Carr and, um, him just getting slaughtered during that was a little hard mm-hmm. for her. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, get some linemen for Joe Burrow and, uh, also teach him how to slide and, uh, Get him, get him a running game to help him out a little bit too. I know Joe Mixon is decent, but you also need a good offensive line to make a running game work. Uh, moving on, Falcons at Minnesota, the Vikings. Um, that was this is one of my locks that killed me in our uh, pick'em. Yep, I went because I looked. I was like, all right, you just fired your coach. You got Romeo Cornell in. Yeah. He's, uh, who did they, who, they didn't bring in Roman. They brought they uh, no. They their old defensive coordinator. My bad. Yeah. Uh, Cornell was for the uh, Texans. Texans. My fault. Yep. Um, the Falcons. They brought in their defensive coordinator. I was like, your defense sucks. So why would you do this? Mm-hmm. And then apparently, I, I think their defensive coordinator figured out. He's like, oh my god, we have dude. We got fucking Julio Jones on this team. Matt, just throw him the ball. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. Minnesota a, secondary, white guy in the like Harrison Smith, friend of the show. We love you. Come on, do an interview. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, but he just proved white men cannot jump. Nope. And we saw nope. that against Seattle too. Is he got yep. got over him and like if he's a white guy, he's got no hops. He's a great. He'll knock the shit out of you when he hits you. But he cannot. Jump. Um, <laughs> he's not gonna slam dunk it. Cool stat of the or a glitch in the matrix with this game. The Falcons scored exactly 10 points in each of the quarters of that game. I uh, Joking with my roommate during that, uh, I didn't even think about it when I was watching it. I was like, and I was like, I think they've literally just went every single quarter was just been all right, touchdown, field goal. All right, field goal, yep. touchdown. All right, touchdown, field goal. All right, field goal, touchdown. That's exactly how it went. Jeez. And I, I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even think about it until like the later. I was like, um, they did score 10 points every game. So questions on this game for the Vikings. First question, does Kirk Cousins get benched this year? I'm going to say no because they don't have anyone to replace him and you're paying him a lot of money. Right. I mean, like, obviously, uh, Nate Stanley, our boy from out here in Menominee, mm-hmm. played in Iowa. Yep. We have full support for you, Nate. If yep. you want to go and be the – we don't really like the Vikings on this show, but, but if you want to be like super Nate successful Stanley. and come get a few beers with us in Menominee – We'll support you in that endeavor. Absolutely. Um, but like I said, they've a lot of people didn't like Nate Stanley because they were just like, oh, he's not really a mobile quarterback. And I was like, oh, man, I and know. Remember all those times Peyton is? rushed for 20 touchdowns in a year? It's, right. But um, I think with that line, you need a mobile quarterback. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. Um, Justin Jefferson, is he going to be a superstar wide receiver that everybody's thinking he is after these last two weeks? Um, 
too early. Wide receivers are hard yep. because um, Cause I, they can have a big game. As I say, I love Julio Jones, but I hate the fact he did so successful his rookie year because now mm-hmm. everyone has to be like, if you don't come out and be a gangbuster your rookie year as a wide receiver, you're done. I was like, oh, no, because this is a whole different ball game yep. because the guy lined up against you isn't a junior corner. That right. dude's been in the league for six, seven yep. years. And that dude knows how to shuck you, chuck you. That mm-hmm. dude's going to pop you underneath the shoulder pads, rock the head back through the cleavage. The game is played a lot differently at the pro level, for it's sure. F- for what? Um, I think for running, a lot easier to transition. I for- think I think he definitely has potential. I don't think he is the Stefan Diggs replacement that they want him to be. I no. think he's his own breed of wide receiver. Um, but he's he's definitely he's got some sparks and he's definitely a deep threat for them for for sure a very strong deep threat and a matchup problem because he does have the height on a lot of those uh, corners and safeties that are going to be covering him. Do you have the stats on that game? I do. How many yards did uh, Matty Ice throw it? Uh, hold on one second. Uh, Matt Ryan had three hundred seventy-one yards. Fine, that's a good outing. Um, yeah, that, that definitely good for him. Uh, so last question on that game, does Mike Zimmer last the season as the coach? Uh, I'm going to say no, because you're a defensive minded coach and you're giving up a lot of points in the game. It's going to come after as much as you're going to enjoy it. It's going to come after a Packer loss. So do you think it's, so they actually, they're going into their bye week this week and then they play the Packers the week after you think if they lose that game against the Packers, he's done. Yeah, either because it's I've just seen it. it's one of those if you're gonna lose against the pack because it's they take a lot of pride in that game. Oh yeah, they it's the one thing is like we could suck, but if we beat the Packers one time and we hold it yep. against and the fans hold that forever, mm-hmm. I think that's the way Detroit's been playing for the last few years. It's like hey, if we can still beat Chicago once and if we can beat Minnesota once and if we can beat Green Bay once, Miami it's has an okay specialized. Season. Miami has specialized in the let's fuck over New England at the end oh, of the yeah. year. You're welcome, oh, yeah. Chiefs, by the way, for that. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I I also do not think that he will last for the season. I think that they'll kind of do the same thing that the Packers did with McCarthy. I didn't I didn't like it at the time, and I still don't quite agree with it now, um, where you can him at the beginning of December to get a head start on the head coaching search. Get your leg in before everybody else. It's hard though because you want to bring in usually a top name college coach a lot of times. This year, especially, they'll over. be able to do that though. I think maybe I don't know because the Big Ten had a little bit late start on the season, so I don't. I have, yeah. I have to look at the scheduling. I don't know yeah. how that's going to work for college football. Yeah, it, it'll be it'll be interesting. I don't think he lasts through the season either. Um, Cause I like, think this. I think he's on. I think his he's got one foot out the door. I've been hearing rumors and just this is just talk show gobbledygook you know it's just filling up time air but then being like what if Dabo Sweeney comes over and plays for the Texans and I was like you're not gonna not give up gonna happen because you could not pay that man enough to leave Clemson because as I tell people I'm like yeah then how come no one's ever come after Nick Saban again right because when you coach college you have full control over them yep so you know what I mean and it's also one of the things is like you've got hungry kids looking to play, make a name, so they can get mm-hmm. to the NFL. You're not dealing with divas anymore. Where mm-hmm. I'm not saying NFL players are divas. It's a lot of times like, I want to get the ball because the, I'm the, competitive. Right. The NFL guys, they are the cream of the crop of the college guys. Yeah. You know, like the, only the best players are going to make it. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, w- with Dabo Sweeney and with Nick Saban, 
at this point, they have a blank check. They have a blank check handed to them by both of those universities. They are not coming to the NFL. They they just aren't. It's just not going to happen. They've had too much success and too much history of um, recruiting and all that stuff at those schools yeah. where they're they're just not. And the schools aren't going to let them either. You know, if no. they, if they get even a whiff of hey, Dabo Sweeney just interviewed for the open Jets position, <laughs> no way. <laughs> No way, are, no way are the are any of those universities going to let that happen. Yeah. Um, Broncos Patriots, uh, Broncos won that one eighteen to twelve. Uh, obviously, the surprise of the week. Like you can't even argue that that was the surprise of the week. Uh, the Broncos kicked nothing but field goals. I know, and that's what blew my mind because usually it's like the Patriots are notorious for it. Like their defense mm-hmm. will just stop you, and they'll nickel and dime you, and then at the end, here comes Tommy Terrific. He's played a crappy game until the fourth quarter, two minutes yep. left, marches down the field, touchdown. Cam, Cam Newton's not the guy that's going to do that for you. I'm sorry. I, I actually like Cam Newton quite a bit. I've liked him since college. He's not the fourth quarter comeback well, I mean, quarterback. Comparing the GOAT to Cam Newton. Right, but like, even but you know, look at some other quarterbacks that are known for their fourth quarter comebacks. Uh, Matt Stafford or even uh, Matt Ryan, not really. Um <laughs> Matt Stafford is one that comes. To, yeah, Matt Stafford's one that comes to mind though. Um, he has a ton of those fourth quarter comebacks. How many of them are against Green Bay? <laughs> not uh, too many. Not too many. But he is known for being able to do some do that kind of things. And even Mitch right. Trubisky before he was benched is that same. You know, he'll he'll bring your team down the field in the fourth quarter and make something I, uh, happen. Ben Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger is another one where if he's got if you're if you're up by six. Two minutes left in the game, and Steelers got the ball. Well, Ben's, we, Ben's winning them the game. We've seen him do it in the Super Bowl, man. We've, yeah, we've seen him do it, do it twice in the Super Bowl. No, in the no, they handled Seattle pretty well. Did they? I thought he, I game. thought he had a game winner against them too. No, I'm pretty sure they had that pretty well yeah. up ahead. That was right at the beginning of my football watching era, so I don't know that one too well. I think they, it was it's like, not like they crushed him or anything, but they were handling it pretty well. Game. That was the one where he had the. Uh, and my father, a Seahawks fan, uh, will argue this to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, he did not cross the goal line on that run. No, that's what he says. Huh? What I say is, uh, oh, boohoo! He got a Super Bowl with Russell Wilson years later. By it's like, that's like me arguing the um, the interception, hail mary or the fail mary. Eh. At this point, what what does it matter? What does it matter? You know, I can argue it all I want. I can be salty about it all I want. I would say there's Don't plays matter. like that in Miami, but uh, you actually have to be winning games in order to complain about. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Broncos Patriots. Broncos pulling out the victory there, the upset. Uh, Patriots with a losing record going into Week Six. When's the last time the Patriots had a losing record going into Week Six? Um, God, I don't even say. I would. I would have said 2009, 2010 mm-hmm. when they had Matt Castle. Yeah. But I think even then they had ten wins that year. I believe I, they made the playoffs still. I believe no, 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 no because Miami edged them out. Oh, that's because right. it was yep, Miami right, and the Jets were fighting mm-hmm. for that playoff spot, if I remember this correctly. Yep. And that was with Brett Favre. Yep. And then the Dolphins got a game-winning interception against Brett Favre. That's right. And that was so yep. great because to watch mm-hmm. one Chad Pennington who got cut for Brett Favre, so he yep. could go play for the Jets. And then have Chad Pennington lead that team, turn around, win it with a Wildcat, which, nice. uh, rest in peace, Tony Soprano. Yep. Um, friend of the show. <laughs> 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 um, 
and then you know just to beat Brett Favre and I lived in Wisconsin so he was idolized here as you know Jesus Christ himself mm-hmm. man who takes 10,000 Vicodins and 4,000 dick pics yep um Brett Favre for the show come on <laughs> <laughs> um, to just come through and just win that. It was great because I I had never seen Miami make it to the playoffs at that point. Right. And to see him get there and get utterly crushed by the Baltimore Ravens did hurt, but it was nice to just get there. It's like, you know, the Browns at this point where it's like, man, we just made right. it. We had a winning season. It's great. Yep. yep. Um, uh, Washington football team against the New York football giants. Um, I got no comments on this game. I got no comments on Why did Alex Smith not point. start? Is there anything? I like, don't know. Was it just he just came in there because that guy got hurt? Yeah, he came in because uh, Kyle Allen got hurt in the last game. Um, and all, and I don't think Ron Rivera want Ron Rivera doesn't give a damn about Kyle Allen. He'll let hit like put him out there to die. I I don't want to kill Alex. I don't want to be that coach that killed Alex Smith. Yeah, I kind of. But the thing um, is, I think if they start Alex Smith, they can win. I I think so too. They. I think Alex Smith will have a better connection with. I mean, they have a they have some good talent on that offense. Um, Antonio Gibson is a pretty decent running back. If he had a better offensive line, he's yeah. he's got the skill set for it. Um, Terry McLaren is a fantastic wide receiver. I don't any any wide receiver that can make yeah. Dwayne Haskins look good. Yeah, I don't think Dwayne Haskins is that bad. I don't. I'm not a big guy on dogpiling people unless you're the right. Jets. I'll yeah. dogpile on the Jets all day. Sure. But, uh, I mean, at this point, it's just, you know, it's beating the dead horse, so it's not even fun anymore <laughs> now because everyone else is doing it. Literally, literally a um, dead horse. So, I think the bigger question is, like, you know, it's one of the things everyone's going to ask. I, you, you already know my opinion because how I mm-hmm. love football is, at that game, you kick the field goal, tie it up, or do you go for two for the win? Right. Um. It's tough. I... And... and the the rule of thumb would be it depend on if you're home or away, but this year with uh, coronavirus and stuff, that doesn't really matter too much. Has that the mentality is uh, play for win at home, tie on the road, or no, no tie on tie the at home, home, tie at home, win on the road. Um, yeah, I, I agree because it's always turned around and bit the Packers in the ass for sure. But other than that, I got no comments on this game. I I think Daniel Jones is getting screwed for his NFL career with his coaches just as much as Sam Darnold is. Um and the Washington football team is just kind of in that rebuild. I think Ron Rivera is the right coach for them to have in this at this time. Um, and I think yeah. that they definitely need to try and get a quarterback in this next draft if they aren't going to plan on going with Alex Smith. I don't think Dwayne Haskins is your answer, and Kyle Allen's definitely not your answer. Well, there's just one thing we want out of Alex Smith: just trade him back for pennies on the dollar mm-hmm. to Kansas City. Yeah. So he can go there and get and his Super Bowl get ring Super that he Bowl wants ring. this year. Yeah. That he deserves. Yeah. He deserved a Super Bowl ring for their win last year. I think I so. I really think so. I loved how Kyler Murray thanked him. That was real great. Yeah. Um, and like obviously it's one of those things. It's amazing how Alex Smith is a pretty good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of hate for the man. Kind of like that same like Ryan Fitzpatrick feel where it's like yeah. one of those things to be like, You're pretty good. I mean, you're yeah. not like I- I mean, you're not going to anybody's ring of honor and you're not going to be remembered for really right. much, but you know, we all liked you while you were here. Right. Like he was, he was very good with, in Andy Reid's offense there in Kansas city. But when you got Patrick Mahomes sitting behind you and you, they like, you know, that this guy's going to be something like everybody in Kansas city knew that he, Patrick Mahomes was going to be Patrick Mahomes and everybody outside of it didn't because it's a second year quarterback coming in, but they knew just from practice film and from. I will. Um, the way underneath that, that Andy Reid but... offense, he did almost have. It was in contention. They were talking about him with MVP. So 
I think. Oh yeah, he's. He, I think. I, I don't know if he got votes, but he definitely was in the conversation a few was, times. Dude, he was lighting up that year. You know, the one thing I get annoyed with is like, I don't think they're gonna have the same narrative as um, Belichick and Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady won six. Belichick's a good coach. Oh, Belichick mm. only won six. Tom Brady. Right. Um, Whereas I think, and it's Mahomes is a little bit favored right now in the league, which I'm I'm fine with. Uh, I know a couple people in KC, and I'm happy for them. Kansas City has been in the doghouse with Trent Green and. Mm-hmm suffering for years yep um so it's kind of nice to see them coming up and like as i've told them i'm like be happy to be a casey fan now because in two years when you guys are probably on two maybe three super bowls everybody's gonna jump on the bandwagon and you're gonna be the new patriots and everyone's gonna call you a bandwagon well fan. just just look at seattle from the year that they won the super bowl to that next year they yeah. went from being the good guys everybody was kind of rooting for them to fuck these guys you Which know every every person calling uh one thing I got annoyed with every person calling Richard Sherman a thug. And I was like, really? Because he went to Stanford and he got uh, straight A's and he actually had higher say, GPA than Andrew Luck. Yeah. Why don't you call him what you really think he is? Mm-hmm. Because you're just an old white that doesn't like a loudmouth person. Right. And to me, that's yeah, why no, I that love was... Richard Sherman. Oh, Did yeah. not agree with him um, with what he did with Pete Carroll on the way out of Seattle. No, but I, it's just he I love. Owes, he owes a lot of what he has and the reason that he's a Hall of Fame player to Pete Carroll. And it's just, uh, to me, a lot of it is is just he's emotional, and mm-hmm. on top of all that, he's a character to watch in football. Well, and it's, and, a, it's the same with uh, Earl Thomas. Like, when he left Seattle, it was like, what do you have against Pete Carroll? He is the reason that you are, yeah, I know. Darryl Pete Carroll Thomas. told him not to do these sex parties with your brother. And yeah. You mad yeah. About that. Don't don't get in bed naked with, with your brother. Are you kidding me? Here's my middle <laughs> finger. Like, what? Um, The, uh. The Ravens and Eagles. Oh, Ravens and the Eagles. Eagles almost came back and won this one. The Eagles scored 22 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, the final score was 30 to 28. Sadly, they weren't um, playing the Falcons. Right. The Ravens were leading 17 to nothing at halftime. I am not sure on the Ravens this year. Everybody was pretty high on them going into this year. You know, last year they were so good before the. Uh, before the playoffs, they got that first round bye, then then they came out and laid an egg against uh, Tennessee. Um, I I I don't think that they're they're not Super Bowl. They're underneath. They're at the tier below contender at this point for me because if you can get if you can find a way to slow down their offense, I don't think that uh, Lamar Jackson's the guy to bring you from behind. I uh. I think he can. Uh, it's just one of those things. They lost last year to the Titans. It was a surprise win. I know because it surprised me too. Because uh, I was just sitting there. I was like, Lamar's going to win this hands down. Um, came in there and got their chest directly shit upon yep. by the Titans. And Derrick Henry. Um, and Derrick Henry. King Henry. King Henry. Friend of the show. Come on. on the Friend of the show. Yeah. Come on the podcast there, Henry. Um, so um, but they're still 5-1 and one, though. So, I mean, They like, are still 5-1. and one. It's as I've overreaction is always the thing is be like well they barely beat this team and i was like yeah but you right. know i'd you know barely beat barely. is better than almost lost say, it's still if you look at the win loss column it's still a w um yeah so uh eagles i i don't i don't have i don't know what to say on the eagles i like carson Wentz a lot eagles will win that division i don't care what people say about the cowboys oh yeah I, the I second so someone too. gets off life support on that I team's think so too. Yeah. trenches they're going to start winning games. Yeah, and Car- I think Carson Wentz is still 
is still a good quarterback. Um, Carson Wentz is pulling an arc. I'm fighting for my fucking life here, man. Yeah, I I, I agree. He's he's, he's very on the hot good. Because got, you got Jalen right behind you the whole time. You were like, always stealing on, your job. No matter what position you are, no matter what coaching job you have, you're always on the hot seat in Philadelphia because it's Philadelphia. And if well, you're that, not if you're not winning, get out. That's, that's their things, mentality over there. If he would have started and won that Super Bowl, he'd be god. Oh yeah. But Nick Foles started and won that. Nick right. Foles started and won that whole playoffs for you. So Just Nick, so everybody knows, Carson Wentz got you 13 of the 14 wins that you had that season. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not just hold, throwing I'm not that out there. I'm just Carson Wentz was the front runner of the MVP until he got hurt. It's just until his leg basically fell off in the playoffs. Just like, everyone from Barstool on. to anybody in Philly, they're always going to say Nick Foles won that Super Bowl, no, and it's not going to be remembered any different. No, and, and it has if, absolutely nothing. In thirty to do with years, the fact that everyone's going to think defense or yeah. the fact that Carson Wentz was an absolute monster, monster. for the first fourteen or thirteen games of that season. Yeah. Fourteen probably games of that didn't season. Probably the MVP if he actually. I, I legit think that game. he wins that MVP that year. I think what Tom Brady ended up winning it. I think. Um, mm, no, it was. Uh, when was that? Two years ago? Three years ago? That would have been Mahomes, wouldn't it? No, it was Mahomes won the year after. Because Mahomes, the year when Mahomes won, um, it was between him and Drew Brees. So I, I think it was Tom Brady. I'm trying to remember. We can fact check it. We can fact check it. We'll fact check But yeah, that's... Once we get an intern on the show, we can have a legal fact checker here. That's true. Our producer is kind of being skimpy with the money right now. That's true. She just had to pay for a wedding, so... That's true. She did. Um, Browns and Steelers. Browns and frauds. (laughs) Straight up. The Browns are frauds. Ben Ben Roethlisberger did what he always does. I'm not going to hold too much against this because I think, uh, like... It's like it was. I don't know why people would be like, "Oh, the Steelers were like coming out of nowhere." This, I'm like, dude, everyone thought the Steelers. Like, ninety percent of people, I think, thought the Steelers are going to be really good this year. Mm-hmm. As I said, I was like, "An odds are they're going to be a playoff team, probably they, guaranteed." I was, I, I put them up there with the division. I still thought the Ravens. I think the Ravens are still going to win that division. I, I don't think though. So. I don't think so. I think the Steelers beat them, and I think that the Steelers are in contention for that for, for the first overall. Uh, first spot in the AFC right now. I think I think right now, if there's a team that's going to beat the Chiefs out for that spot, it's going to be the Steelers. And the Steelers don't have a loss yet this year. You say that, but you wait till Captain Fat Fuck Ben throws five picks in a game, and you'd be like, oh, okay, maybe they're not as good as I thought he was. Because every year he does it, he throws like three picks in a game every year. The the thing about the Steelers though is, for some, they have a way of finding obscure talent later in the draft that turn out to be just absolute stud wide receivers. Because they're a phenomenal organization. Yeah. I I right now Steelers. Are you talking about if, Mapletron? If I and you uh, oh my god. Uh, the team is not fair. Great. Um but if if I were to power rank the NFL right now, Steelers would have my number one right now. Mm. That'll have to be next week's Casey's power rankings. That might that might be the next week's Casey's power rankings. Um, Steelers thirty eight, Browns seven, uh, Bears and Panthers. Bears uh, came away with Bear that down. one at the end, uh, twenty three to sixteen. That was a Casey uh, and Marcus split. Yes. The Bears coming through for me. Thank you, Chicago. Teddy Thank Bridgewater you, Big threw, threw a pick there right at the end. I, I watched the last. It was um, two minutes of that game, and Teddy Bridgewater comes out. I'm like, all right, let's go. He's going to come down there. He's going to win the game. People are going to be talking about Teddy Bridgewater, and then he threw an interception. And I was like, God <laughs> damn it. Big um, Dick Nick versus Big Dick Teddy. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen that picture of him when he was at? Uh... Yeah. Yeah, I have. <laughs> oh my, so I just, they'd be like, damn, man, good um, for you. That was a. Uh, 
It was a great. That was a pretty good game. I enjoyed that. I I, really, I enjoy the games that I picked to win. Right. The um, the the Packer fan in me really wants Teddy Bridgewater to be amazing, in for the rest of his career because Minnesota let him go. That that's that's the 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 who fan is, the fan the Packer fan in me wants that to happen. Who is the um, uh, the Rams player? Was it the Vikings versus Rams that like basically knocked him into like the next century? Remember when he was like, oh, he's yeah, going down and he hit that. him, and yep. he basically like, Teddy Teddy just laid there dead, and it was like, yeah, no, this man is this man is legitimately dead. I uh, I don't I don't. It was know, like when I was like he looked all drunk and hung over, like his arm was just hanging out there. But um, classic Marcus Thursday night. Thirsty Thursdays, drunk, puking in the toilet, hanging yeah, out, just I, dead. I just, I just, I, I, I just still can't get over it. I know it's been a couple of years now when the Vikings moved on and brought in Kirk Cousins after going to the NFC Championship game with Case Keenum, who had a <laughs> phenomenal season. Yeah, was with them. Yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, Bears, Panthers, Bears twenty-three, Panthers sixteen, Lions and Jaguars. Uh, Lions pulled away with a win there. Jaguars just did not play very well. Our we- our guy Gardner Minshew played decent. He had he wasn't super accurate on a lot of his throws, but he um, Gardner Minshew. You, if you want to say it on this one, say it. Friend of the show. Come yeah. On, friend of the friend of the show. We uh we, we just found he's like a phenom. We I don't know why we love him so much. I think yeah. it's because we bought him Minshew Mania, and I'm still oh, yeah. buying into it. It's just I think uh, he's good. He's definitely he is a, he has he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. No talent around him. No. And. I like it was one of those things to be like, well, they're trying to tank for Trevor Lawrence. I was like, well, you better start doing a, a better fucking job because the, the Jets yeah. are showing you the express lane to that guy. Yeah, no, no way that the Jaguar Gardner Minshew is their quarterback yeah. this year. And I at this point, unless he falls off a cliff or something like that, I think he's their quarterback at least next year, too. I like him. If you don't like him, then give him up. And then odds are right. probably some team will pick him up. Like, I don't know, say if Ben. T- retires he'll go and be a stealer and they'll just right. love him out there and he'll probably yeah. win a super Bowl. I, he, he's a good quarterback i think he's I, I think he's definitely got potential to continue to be good uh your favorite game of the week the dolphins oh, and jets dolphins 24 jets nothing jets suck straight uh, up the jets just suck my boy xavion howard pitching a shutout with a uh an interception yeah He's got a lot of interceptions here's miami secondary looking good miami's like defense it. looking pretty good i mean the jets offense is uh the Jets offense, so we'll, we'll, Fitzy we'll, uh, throwing the butt interception that was kind of nice butt to section, see. The butt interception was pretty dope. Um, the headline that I saw that made me laugh the most was the butt giveth and the butt taketh away. Oh, with um, the butt fumble versus with the, the butt, butt fumble versus the buttception. I love that one. That um, was great. I think uh, once we get the uh, coherent studio set up, I think we need to have a picture of both of those side by side hanging up. The butt fumble signed by each guy. We gotta we, we gotta we, send we, it. We, def- we gotta try. We'll we'll try and make it happen. Um, the game that I hated the most of the week, uh, Packers and Buccaneers, Buccaneers 38, Packers 10, the Packers fell apart. They, uh, it's just, I don't know. And it's one of those things. It's like, I love ragging on Rogers. I started watching the McAfee show when he comes on on Tuesdays. So he's like, we'll we'll, we'll talk more about the Dolphins uh, later on. Um, but it just comes down to like, it's one of those things where it'd be like, oh, the Buccaneers, the best team right now in the NFC. I was like, well, you know, Seattle's still undefeated, but you know, yeah. And I think they could like I, I really want to see Green Bay versus Seattle because that that that's that Rogers that game has the potential to go over a hundred points scored because Rogers has a, I don't know what it is maybe it'd be a bit different now because they don't have Bennett on their defense anymore that jumps off sides eight times a game against Rogers but mm-hmm. 
Rodgers has an uncanny ability to bring Seattle's players when he's in Green Bay offsides. It's I've seen it a half yeah, dozen times for sure. I've heard my um, father scream about it through the walls. <laughs> it's made me laugh. Yeah. Um, as, as those, a Packer fan, I love it, but I know as as opposing fans, that's got to be one of the most frustrating things in the world. I know people are like calling out on it and wanting the rules to change as far as like blowing the play completely dead. But that's why I say is you uh, if you're gonna commit, just commit then. Because if yeah. he's trying to get you off with that and you keep beelining right at him, they have to call the play dead. So keep going for it. Yeah, that, so, that's that's the and issue. And if they don't, is drive him into the ground. They 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 dive off, and you know the Packers' offense is trained so well to just snap the ball right away, and the receivers know that it's a go route. Yeah, the minute if that ball is snapped that like that, it's go route. Everybody fly. Rogers is gonna bomb one and try and it's know, a get, it's get a cute the free thing. play. It. But you don't need to change the rules for it. It's not like I don't think so either. This isn't James Harden with the running with the ball and then like pretending that you know someone shot about, you with a sniper round. The thing about it is, um, Rogers picked that up, that hard snap, getting people to do that. He picked that up from Favre. Like that's one of the things that he learned from Favre. People don't remember that Brett Favre used to do that same exact thing. The plays were blown dead a little bit more often, and you know, but there's no there's nothing stopping other teams from doing the same thing. You just like the Packers no. legitimately practice this, and it's and, just something that well, it's other like teams said, need to do as well. If you want to take advantage of it, it's do it. as for that's why I think people are gonna defenses are gonna start coaching around it now when they play them to be like just commit. If you yeah. if it's one of those things where if you even th- if you're offside, just keep going. Well, what you know, and if he tries to throw the ball, drive him into the ground if you can. Mm-hmm. Not saying injure the man, but definitely make him feel it because. What's, you know, five yards, but you'd get a good hit on the quarterback versus, oh, mm-hmm. here we oh jump I jump back. Now the offensive lineman's got a bead on me. Right. He's got the advantage on me. Yep. I'm off kilter. I've lost all my momentum, all my speed. And now he can just bomb it out. And if it's a pick, pff, what does it matter to him? If it's a touchdown, hey, that's great. We just scored six on you. Right. Um, so don't change the rule. I'm all no. for it. I agree. Um, as far as the, as the game goes, uh, the Packers are good for this game. A game like this pretty much every single year um they come out cold from the bye they come out you know off a long road trip whatever whatever excuse you want to give them they're good for getting kind of stomped like this once a year kind of humbling um Buccaneers defense is good they they kind of flew under the radar a little bit uh to start the season just because Tom Brady was Tom Brady's there so that was kind of the storyline but that Buccaneers defense is very good and they finally kind of got a little bit more of the spotlight here this last week and uh, the Packers' offense will be fine. Um, their defense definitely needs work. Um, I'm not happy with the way that their defense has played for the last decade. Yeah. So, um, oh, don't worry, Mike McCarthy took all that talent to the Cowboys. Yeah. We'll well, talk it about wasn't. That yeah, it wasn't. His, it, he was not defense, but I don't know. They, their defense is just. It just seems like it's rinse repeat. You passed on Patrick Queen to draft your future, yeah. your backup quarterback. That yeah. should have been taken in the second round. Yeah, I agree. And I, by the way, I'm from outside of Bakersfield, so I can talk trash on Jordan Love all I want. Mom, if you ever listen to this, I know you like the man because he's from the 559, but he is not. <laughs> that man is not trading up first round talent. You should have went, you should have got Patrick Queen, who's playing like a gangbuster right now. I don't know. I yes. think there's definitely some receivers out there that they could have went and grabbed as well, but. Was CD still on the board? No, he was not. Oh, yeah. Because no, because the Cowboys picked picked him and they went (laughs) laugh at the Eagles. And now they're just like, oh, boy, we should have took some defense. Yeah. Um, What's the next one we got? Rams, 49ers. Drunk Marcus picked the Niners in this game. Yes, he did. Sobered up. 
said I wanted to take the Rams. Should have, you know what? No, you know what I'm gonna do yep. now? Saturdays when we when we cement them all on Saturday now. Yep. I'm just gonna get butt host Friday night and then just do my picks then. Yeah. Or well, I mean, I mean, we, we I think butt- we got to cement them on the show now. Oh yeah, we do now. I can get butt hose on there. I'm only two beers in, so that's not gonna do it. But <laughs> um, um, 49ers, uh, they're they're still gonna be good. They're still gonna like that. The NFC West is probably the best division in football. It's or, really hard to argue that it's not. All four teams legitimately have a chance at winning it. It's true. All four teams could, you know, not all four can be playoff teams, but there's definitely potential for uh, three playoff teams out of that division. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I th- keep well, an eye out for them. Um, there's well, there's. Are there three wild card teams now? Or are there only? There is three wild card they teams. Could also, get all. they could get all of them if, I if don't, things go there. I don't. I don't see that happening. I'll, although the rest of the NFC divisions, it's pretty much one team, and that's it. Because I think the Cardinals, maybe the South. I think the Cardinals are the faux team in that division. Yeah. Um, the Niners, I think, are still probably one of the better teams of that division. But uh, when you have basically everybody go on life support because MetLife or not MetLife Stadium, uh, the Meadowlands is absolute trash to play on. Um, you can't you can't compete with injuries. They're gonna win every time. Oh yeah, injuries are undefeated. And uh, I feel and the Rams aren't gonna win next week. We all know that. Tua's gonna come in. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna ride in with the cavalry like the Rohirrim in Lord of the Rings episode yep. three, A New Hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's gonna come in. <laughs> he's gonna come in over the horizon with all the cavalry, and he's gonna win that game. Yeah. And that if that's good, we're already calling it right now, two weeks in advance. My lock, Dolphins are gonna beat the Rams. All right. Um, Aaron Donald can kiss my ass, friend of the show. Great guy. <laughs> Come on the podcast. Come on the podcast. Uh Monday night, Chiefs and Bills. Bills have not looked very good the last couple weeks. Um But they have played pro- arguably they've the played, best the they, best two played, teams. Yeah, they played a tough AFC. schedule, so I won't hold that against them. Patrick Mahomes looked like himself again. Um Clyde Edwards, um, Alaire, the H is silent. Um, do you love when um, he's looking? He's looking pretty good. Uh, he's going to be a good running back. Fits right. His, he's just slotted right into that offense. And I know that they're bringing in um, Le'Veon Bell. I don't. And people are like, "Well, what's going to happen?" Still with, running. Flight. I don't understand that one either. But I think he he kind of sought them out because if you, you saw don't... the contract, he's only going to get like at at the most like one point six million this year. You know, it's one it's one million guaranteed. Why don't they just the... keep their punter? They're really good punter. Then. I don't know. Don't keep the band together. Don't break up the band. Yeah, man. I, I don't understand that one, but it's just it's a nice insurance policy for running backs. Too. You know, obviously running backs. If you're going to use a running back that health or that much, um, they're going to get worn down a little bit, yeah. especially especially later on in the se- in the years. And if you're playing a game in the north where you know you're going to be running the ball a little bit more, having that extra guy that you are, is super reliable like Le'Veon Bell, not a bad not a bad choice. And obviously things weren't working for him with the Jets. So I love the narrative of it's. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I think fit or because not fits. Uh, because Mahomes is kind of like the new golden boy of the NFL mm-hmm. right now. It's always whenever the Chiefs did bad, it was because everybody sucks around him. Right. But Jared Allen right now, who's been playing pretty good football, he's you know having some tough times right now. It's because mm-hmm. he sucks. Right. It's overrated. Yep. Except for the Bills Mafia. Right. I, I'm not going to talk trash in the Bills. Mafia. Josh Allen, not Jared Allen. Yeah, me. my bad. Jared Allen is a friend of the show. Jared Allen, come on. I would actually love to have. I would love to. Talk Jared to Allen's that, a pretty man. cool guy. As a as a Packer fan, I hated him when he played, but outside of that, he's he's awesome. I hated the fucking. He's all, but he the fucking Jared Allen the sack celebration. I hated did, it, but I got mad respect for it. Jared Allen did used to play for the Kansas City Chiefs, so that is there you go. So that's why I was confused, not right. because my brain sucks. 
Um, oh, last game, oof. Cardinals and Cowboys. Uh, Cardinals 38, Cowboys 10. Andy Dalton, you fucked me. You Andy fucked Dalton, me in that game. Uh, I, picked, I was like... Did you see that they threw the ball 54 times? Yeah. When you have Ezekiel Elliott as you When you have back. Ezekiel Elliott. That's Mike McCarthy for you, though. But, I mean, like... What the... Like, look at, when you look go, at how okay. Aaron Jones has been the last two years. Second. Before that, Mike McCarthy was just like, yeah, we got two really good running backs between Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. We'll throw the ball to these no-name guys that I picked up off the street and hope that they catch it and then wonder what? why... When you go down 21 we, points in the second quarter... Oh, my God. Just... You, I mean, you got to throw it back a little bit, but like I said, you still have... 30 minutes to try and get that game back. You don't have to try and get all 21 points back in one quarter. As you've seen a lot in this year, the fourth quarter, teams can obviously score 20 like it's oh, nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's disgusting yeah, this year. Absolutely. The the points being scored, this it's um, great for watching, but um, defenses are not looking very good. Um, it's just no, Kyler tra- Murray, no training camp. Anymore, Kyler right? Murray's looking Crazy. awesome. Uh, just electric to watch. That guy is going to be a lot of fun going forward. I hope to God he stays healthy. I Hats off to the Cardinals for finally putting some talent around him and making him look really good. Hats off to him. They basically got handed the best receiver in football That's for true. a bag of balls and you know, a couple of sticks of gum. Yeah. Um. And then the Cowboys. Like, I, I think that the Cowboys, did, I mean, they're still, they're still in first place in that division, I think, aren't they? Yeah, but I mean, you're playing against Washington, oh. who's banged up, and like everyone knew Washington. I've like I think people are probably arguing Washington was going to be one of the worst teams. The Giants, yeah. Once Saquon went out, it was like, yeah, they're done. Their season ended. Well, boys, Packer, and see what we got for the top five. Um, hopefully and they get another. That's an, just and like I said, the Eagles are going to win. That have division. these all these young quarterbacks. Like we're we're in a golden era of quarterbacks. How is the top ten not just filled with linemen? Just linemen, get your guys protected. Once your guys are protected, then get some of those position, get some of those skill players. You know, they 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 will be there, and you can develop skill players behind a good offensive line a lot better than you can develop them behind a bad doesn't, offensive line. Doesn't put butts in seats, man. I know, I know tickets, it doesn't. doesn't look I know it as doesn't. a GM. It just, it's so frustrating watching from the outside, especially as a Packer fan when it would be frustrating. Like I understand that it's frustrating to see, like, oh, that's not entertaining. But for years and years, the Packers would draft an offensive lineman in the first couple rounds. Packers have one of the best offensive. They've year in and year out had very consistent, good offensive lines. It it shows that it still got Bakhtiari, and he got hurt, didn't he? He did get hurt. I don't think he's going to play this week, but it's not a serious injury. He'll be Um, back. Oh yeah. So yeah, that was the roundup for the week six of the NFL. Casey winning the mortal locks this week. Right? I did win this week. Did it, how many did I win by? Uh, just that game. It came down to literally down to the Cardinals, one? Cowboys. I took the Cowboys because I was like, I like Andy Dalton. I like TCU. I like the yeah. horny toads. Yeah. I consider myself to be a horny toad. I'm a I'm um, a big fan of uh, Kyler Murray, so that was part of the reason why I took uh, the Cardinals on that one. And I was like, I figured, I'm like, all right, odds are what they're going to do in that game is they're just going to hand the ball off to Ezekiel Elliott, and then they're just going to have Andy Dalton make just a few throws. And then I forgot Mike McCarthy was their coach, and that man man has no defensive eye whatsoever. And then now controversy around the, uh, which we'll get to that in a bit, on them saying that like their team the coaching staff is unprepared and like yeah. oh, there's a lot of rumors now about maybe we yep. got a we got a shit can McCarthy get him out of here. Yep. Uh but before we get to that, um every week 
uh, I will do a power rankings. We'll call them Casey's power rankings. So I'm going to rank uh, between a top five and Can a top Can you put like ten. a lightning sound effect? Maybe. I'll, <laughs> I'll try and find one. Casey's on. power ranking. <laughs> right. Lightning strike. <laughs> Um, so cool. it'll be a top five, top ten, depending on uh, what the subject is. Uh, they could be sports related, they could not be, and all power rankings will be revisited on an as-needed basis. Uh, this week we're going to do uh, my NFL MVP power rankings, so currently where I think uh, players stand in, in uh, their odds of winning the MVP. Uh, number one should be pretty obvious for most people if you've watched any football this year, Russell Wilson. Right. Oh, I was about to say, Ryan Fitzpatrick. No. That's all right. Russell yeah. Wilson has been historically good this year. Um, he has 19 touchdowns, which is number one in the NFL and the most out of any quarterback in the first five games of the season. Um, he has completed 72.8% of his passes, which is good for number two in the NFL. He also has a passer rating of 129.8, which is number one. And if he's able to continue that, he will break Aaron Rodgers' record for uh, passer rating um, in the NFL in NFL history uh, for a season. Uh, that was back in 2011 when uh, Rodgers broke that record. Uh, QBR, uh, total QBR, he's ranked number five, and uh, he has shown this year that he is truly Mr. Unlimited. I, uh, QBR is such an odd stat, and I, I like it's hard to figure out what it is because like they, like, they don't count in interceptions that are off like a tip from right. a wide receiver. Um, I, I like it because it's on a scale of 1 to 100 instead of the... Um, 158.3. the max you can get for... Um, or actually, no, isn't QBR is 158.3. Passer no, rating, I think, is 100, no, isn't it? No, passer rating is the odd one. Um, but QBR is that scale of 1 to 100. I think the average is like... I don't remember if it's like 60 or something like that. Um, so he, I don't have the exact number of what his QBR is, but I know... Because uh, I remember Chad Pennington years ago used to like always lead and that's it was like him yeah. or peyton manning yeah and like there'd be years where he just crushed peyton manning and qbr yep. and i was like i don't even understand what yes this uh, shit is, dude. mr unlimited uh number one derrick henry i have as my number two uh which is gonna be a big surprise to some people but uh that's one of a, the favorite stats that i saw is uh since 2018 there has been six 200 yard games by a running back um and Derrick Henry has three of those. Shot to the heart of the Packers nation, not oh having him right behind Russell Wilson. Oh, my God. Um, traitor. Uh, he is leading the league right now with 588 rushing yards. That's good for 117.6 rushing yards a game uh, in an era where every team is throwing the ball 90% of the time. That's pretty awesome. Uh, he's tied uh, for number two with uh, touchdowns with Kyler Murray, actually, six touchdowns. And um, my thing, I love Derrick Henry. I've liked him since he came in the league. And I love that as long as he's in the league, we're going to continue to get shots of him standing next to some, like, 5'10", wide receiver, defensive back, and returner, and he'll just look like an absolute monster next to them. What's his uh, What's his official height now? It's, I don't remember. It's like, it's, is it I know like he's six like two, two, six yeah, he's like, I know he's like 240 pounds or something like that, but he's just, he's a massive human being. And I love I when they, when they always, they're like, Oh, Hey, what's what, you know, get insert uh wide receiver here, go stand next to him quick for yeah. a picture and make it look like, and we can show how big he is. Like <laughs> we get that picture every training camp since every he's been in the league, camp. we get that picture and I love it. And yeah. I want, I want that to continue forever. Uh, number three, I have Aaron Rodgers. uh, going into week six, the Packers did have the number one offense and that was large in large part due to him. Uh, he did have a bad game, which is why he dropped down in his rankings when I originally wrote these out last week when we were preparing for 
uh, getting this set up. I had him at number two, but uh, then the lovely game on Sunday happened. Um, I will... Uh, part of why I still have him at number three is because even due to his lack of weapons, he's still producing some pretty awesome numbers and looking like his old self again. Um, and he's also had a pretty terrible defense. Um, I would just, argue just once AJ and Clay kind of got out of that. Scheme, yeah, it's it's really been it's been a long and time. And BJ Raji. it's been a long Bring time since back. I've seen a good pack. What's defense. he doing? I have no idea. Bring him uh, back. He got he left football couple years ago Did i don't find jesus why. i don't remember there was it was like a non-injury related reason that he left i'm pretty sure bring him like back that. um he is number one in total qbr so we were just talking about that with uh russell wilson and I, it was in the 80s i don't remember it was like 82 point something is what his qbr his total qbr was and uh i love how now that he's been on the pat mcafee show and uh, a little bit more uh, open with the media um people are starting to get some of the backstories of uh, the fact that he believes in a lot of conspiracy theories. He doesn't and seem I, like a robot anymore. Yeah, how he's like, I oh am, man, this guy's funny. I am kind of here. F- I am here for it. I, I love some of the conspiracy theories. I, um, ESPN just put out an article today, uh, like the ins- inside the weirdness of Aaron Rodgers, and they talked to a bunch of the backups, like Brett Hundley, Joe Callahan, um, Seneca Wallace, Hall of Famers, all of them. Yeah, Seneca Wallace, <laughs> Matt Flynn, they talk, they talk, they <laughs> Hall of Famers, all of them. Those guys, and it was it was hilarious reading some of those stories, and. Um, and I, I'm here. For, I'm here for that. I, I like that we're getting a little bit more personality from Aaron Rodgers. I would, and you notice he's actually pro- arguably probably one of his better years he's had in yeah. a hot minute. And I think it's because he's just kind of having. He's fun. he's having fun. And I know um, uh, in an interview he was. They were talking. They're like, "What has changed this year?" And he's like, "He's like, I'm. He's like, I'm happy. I did a lot of in the off season just smoking weed. Uh, in the off season, <laughs> he he did something. He he did more like." soul searching bettered his mental health whatever he had to do to make it happen and it's definitely showing i think um i haven't seen him having that much fun since his first couple years as the starter for the packers um number four i have patrick mahomes he is number two in total qbr he's number five in passing yards and number three in touchdowns um so he's in the top five in a lot of statistical categories. And I think as long as Patrick Mahomes is in the league, he's always going to be in that conversation, kind of the next generation of a Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, kind of like he's leading the next generation of quarterbacks in like in that type of uh, field. Dude's um, only dude's only been in the league three years. And the, Patrick the, Mahomes, the dick writing is uh, there. He, he's on uh, he's number four. I probably could have bumped him up a little, a little higher, but uh, scrolling through social media this week, I was reminded of the fact that his fiance now they i had it written down as girlfriend is so fucking annoying my god she is so is annoying that, i think the producer told you to put that in, in no she no she heard, did not i've heard the producer complain about this no she she did not i actually i saw it this week because they posted um she's pregnant and they posted a gender reveal yeah. i fucking hate gender reveals i hate gender reveal parties did, did I they hate blow things up uh no they did the one where you have like your dogs walk out with the color on their paws and they're like walking across like white paper and then they saw like the pink. So they're having a baby girl, which congratulations to them. Like, that's great. That's fun. I I just hate gender reveals. I hate like the, it's basically, Oh, look, we already announced that we're having a baby. Come congratulate us again because now we're having a baby girl. Like, fuck that. That's just so fucking annoying to me. I can't stand it. So Patrick Mahomes, number four. And then I have a tie. At uh, number uh, five, the producer told you to put that. No, we she did not. No, know. she did not. I promise she, you. I don't she know didn't. what it is. She just hates her. I I I, I don't I don't know. I don't have is, Twitter, so I don't she, mind it. So. No, she she's she, stay off she is 
annoying as hell. Uh, number five, I have a tie. I have uh, Josh Allen and Kyler Murray tied. Um, and I have uh, Kyler Murray um, in his first 25 NFL games has 30 passing and 10 rushing touchdowns, um, which is yeah, pretty Yeah, no, dude's gangbuster. Right? Everyone talks about awesome. how great Lamar is at running, but Kyler's yeah. lighting it up. Seeing him run too. around on Monday night, like that was kind of what sealed the deal for me. I was like, this guy is so much He's, fun to watch. We've heard like the comparisons a hundred times, but he does mm-hmm. seem a lot like a younger yeah. Russell Wilson. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think without Russell well, Wilson being as successful as he is, Kyler Murray isn't who he is either you know i think i think he kyler murray the kyler murrays of the nfl exist because russell wilson kind of pioneered them yeah well i mean drew Brees is up there like i i don't know i've always like when i was sitting there watching the draft with my dad he was excited to actually that russell wilson got drafted he's like all right he's like i'll bet you he's like i think matt flynn will do good for a couple years he's like but i think eventually <laughs> russell wilson can learn to become how to be a great quarterback and i think, then, I think seattle might still be paying matt flynn <laughs> probably and then lo and behold and my dad was like, he's like, I think Flynn's all right, but I think he's just a placeholder. He's like, I think Russell Wilson, like after watching him play a lot of the Badger games, he's like, I think he can learn to be a great quarterback. Oh, yeah. Good call on that one, John Williams. Yeah, yeah. My dad, he's got an eye for quarterbacks. So, you know, Gruden can kiss my ass. My dad's way better than him. Yeah. John Gruden, um, friend of the show. So, <laughs> <laughs> We're making uh, no friends today. No, not at all. Uh, Kyler Murray, uh, kind of against him. He's not very high in a lot of other statistical categories except for rushing touchdowns. Um, Play a tough he division. Is, he is tough a lot of division. he is a lot of fun to watch, and he is a big reason why that team is staying in the mix in the NFC West. Um, and then Josh Allen, uh, he is number two in touchdowns. He has sixteen touchdowns this year, and then uh, uh, kind of against him, uh, the last couple weeks he hasn't played very well, so his draft stock has kind of dropped. Um, originally, when we and you had first talked about this, I had him as my number three, and uh, he's gone down quite a bit since then, and uh, he's definitely got potential to. I, uh, he definitely needs a bit more help in the backfield, I feel. Yeah. With that. And also, they do have a good wide receiver mm-hmm. with Diggs. Mm-hmm. But I think they, if they could still just get that number two, just that big name. He needs a two. tight end, I think. They need they need to get him a good athletic tight end, uh, a mobile quarterback. Like, he's pretty mobile. Like, he, people don't remember, like, when he was a rookie, he led the. He was. Did he have almost a thousand yards rushing his rookie year or something like that? He was like doing he really was, good, but he's also getting lit the fuck up. Right, yeah. They, that team has done a good job of building around him and knowing that he's. I didn't think he was going to make it very long. I, I was didn't like, think so I was either. like, "Dude, you're getting crushed out there. You're going to die." I didn't think so either. A couple years ago, um, when they played the Packers at Lambeau Field, he got hammered a couple of times, and I I felt bad for him. And I was like, oh man, that sucks. Like I, I had, I, I like Josh Allen out of college too. I like, I like when guys come from, uh, yeah, exactly. He's like, this man's dead. Um, I like when uh, guys out of college are coming from those, um, universities that aren't really known for bringing in, you know, these, but you know, they're not an SEC school. They're not a big 10 school. They're not uh Pac 10 or Pac 12. You I know, I don't really know about the pack anymore. Pac's yeah. Kind of, they, they've kind of fallen off a little bit, but the pack is like, who can we send out to lose to Ohio state at the Rose bowl? Pretty much, pretty much. Or who can we send out to beat the Badgers in the Rose bowl? Yeah. Because their fucking secondary is always terrible. Um, so that that is my power rankings, KC's power rankings, uh, NFL MVP. I like that. that. Was good. I like that. that. Was a good segment. Thank you. Okay, uh, I like that. Current um, news. So just the roundup. Can I get my Can I get my uh, little? Uh, yes. My little go pick of parts on that one. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I do like Derrick Henry up there. Running backs never like. Yeah. AP, I think was the last MVP we had. Yes. Yes, he was. And that was 
century ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good to see that there's like still love for running. Like yeah. I grew up in an era that was dominated did by Chris, running. Did Chris Johnson win the MVP of the year that he ran for 2000? CJ2K? I don't believe so. He got Offensive Player of the Year. He didn't get the MVP. I'm trying to remember who did. That's why I need to like. That's why I yeah, need a stat checker. Yeah, but we um, just, we need we need we need a we need a producer right here who can look up all the all the random facts that we pull from we our need brains. An intern is what we do. Need. That's true. We, we do need, need an intern. Anybody wants credit. an anybody wants college credit? We can't give that, but come be our intern. Yeah, we <laughs> we cannot get come be a friend credit. of the show. <laughs> we'll get you in. We'll get you yeah. an interview. Yeah. Um, I I agree with everything pretty much on that. Yeah. Um, I love Derrick Henry as well. Like I've said, mm-hmm. I grew up. Like I grew up during the height of LT, Priest mm-hmm. Holmes, uh, Clinton Portis. Oh, I loved Clinton Portis. That yeah. dude could blow oh, people. Yeah. Mike Allstott. Yep. I grew up during like the height of like, oh my God, there's so many great running backs. And it was so great to watch because mm-hmm. it, like everything felt so much bigger, like three yards in a cloud of like, now when you see a running back run for two yards, three yards, it's like, you know, it's like that. But like, I don't know, mm-hmm. as a kid watching it younger, it was just like, yeah, it was just right. intense. Defenses yep. felt a lot better. Um, made the game go by a lot quicker because mm-hmm. we weren't throwing the ball 80 times for 25 incompletions, stopping the clock. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's nice to see that there's still love in the running game and I hope it's a resurgence. I don't yeah. think it's going to be, but I hope eventually we'll start a little resurgence. Yeah. Derrick sure. Henry is a once in a lifetime running back. Oh, that definitely. Uh, Generational talent that we're witnessing there. For due sure. to my, my family, I can't argue the Russell Wilson number one. I mean, it's, he's pretty much a lock for me, but I still think Aaron Rodgers is up there with him. He had, like, it's one of the, he had one yeah. bad game. I say he threw I, two interceptions, a, and that's the only two picks he's thrown week, all year. With a better game this last week, if it would have been, if, if it would have been a, you know, a Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers shootout that everybody wanted it to be, I think he definitely puts himself into that conversation a little bit better. But, um, you know, and we'll see as the year goes on. But right now, unless Russell Wilson falls off a cliff, I think he's pretty much got it locked. Well, I mean, he was pretty much going to win it last year, too. He was there. Yeah, that's well, he's true. Usually in the MVP talk, he's a good. He's guy. in the MVP talk, but the guy's never gotten an MVP vote. However, and um, yeah, he just fight, he fi- yeah. figured out that DK Metcalf is well, the second coming of <laughs> Jerry Rice. I I actually don't really like that argument because when people when you talk about the years that he should have been in that conversation, other quarterbacks were just astronomically great that year. Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, had Lamar, Lamar Jackson. They've had just these statistically Mad amazing no years where it's like, well, it can't be anybody but them. These years is where Russell Wilson would probably be in that conversation. A Matt Matt Ryan's MVP year as well. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, all right, that was my pick apart on it. All right, I I agree with the whole list. Like I said, I just think yeah. I think Aaron Rodgers should have been number two. But like I said, I yeah. can't. I don't want to. Running backs I, need as much love as we can. Yeah, I, I think so. And 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 like like we both said already, you know, Derrick Henry is just is he's for not, he's so much time. it's so much fun to watch him run once he hits those like it, it's crazy to have a guy who's like you know he's he's good for, you give him the ball three times you got ten yards no matter what like it's it's just automatic he's gonna get you the he's gonna get you the yards that you need and that I think that's part of what's made uh, Ryan Tannehill great I know he's on a lot of people's MVP watch list right now too but. I I don't I don't have that much in in invested he in can't. him with that just because I don't I don't see the, he's playing good the but flat. yeah he's playing good but he's either throw the football of, or you're gonna hand it off so that's right. what's gonna hurt him at the end of the year right and like I said I got no yeah. disdain for Ryan Tannehill anymore you right. know it's you went you you were underneath Adam Gase yep your career got destroyed you went to Tennessee mm-hmm. you took over a man's job and now you're proving people will be like you know what this yep. is why Dolphins took me at number seventeen sure. 
Um, so so uh, moving Ryan on Tannehill, to some, the show. Yeah, come on, come on, come on the podcast. Uh, moving on to just some uh, roundup of some news headlines. Uh, Stan Van Gundy is coming back and coaching the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I guess, I guess I'm fine with it. I mean, it's I don't know. Basketball coaching is so uh, odd because as as we've seen from the Nets this year, arguing that we don't need a coach yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. So I don't really know how I feel. Like basketball coaching, depending on the team, but basketball is such more of a players' sport where the coach, as long as he can keep the guys under control more than anything else, I think you know Van Gundy. He let he led some pretty. He had some pretty decent teams, but those Magic teams that he would always pin, pin up against LeBron, and they were LeBron's kryptonite when he was his first round in Cleveland yeah. in the playoffs with um, Dwight Howard there. They were LeBron's kryptonite. They made it to the finals, what, twice there? I don't think they won them as the Magic. I think the no. Lakers beat them both Lakers. times. But, um, you know, he he's definitely – he's got some respect in my book. He, um, he's, I mean, he's definitely – he's a name you can bring yeah. to the team. Yep. And uh, I think I think I like I they're like not hurting the, for I don't think they're hurting too bad for Taylor. You no, you got have, probably uh, one of the best centers in basketball right now. Well, they have Zion. Yeah, exactly. No they, power forward. Sorry, but yeah, I mean he can play power forward. They got they got Zion, and I, I think I think it's a good it's a good coach to bring in for a young team like what you have. Yeah, you know when you got Zion, you does got, Zion play power forward or center? I think he plays power both, forward, doesn't he? More more power forward because yeah. he power can he can center. he can handle the ball and he can shoot the three. So well, so does AD, and he's a center. Yeah, but that's because LeBron's the power forward, <laughs> and the and the point guard, and, and the, the point guard, guard and the shooting. Oh, guard, you also yeah. missed uh, another thing. Uh, we forgot to put on the list here. What's sticking with basketball is uh, rumors have it that Warriors are looking to trade for Mr. Beals out of Washington. Really, Bradley? Okay. So I'm assuming the game plan is is we're just gonna have five guys at about six foot three average, just mm-hmm. doing nothing but shooting three pointers. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, what? I you know, Steve Kerr in my book is at this point a Hall of Fame coach because he was he seems to be the first one that's figured that out like wait a minute if all of my players can shoot the three we'll just outscore our opponents by a ton and it doesn't matter if they what talent they got underneath the basket because we're just gonna shoot from the outside the only gripe I like, have seem to figure that out LeBron's before gonna, everybody else LeBron against that team will drive the lane like crazy yeah. oh the players the teams that have figured that out are the ones that have gotten past you know they did lo- the Golden State Warriors did lose what twice in the finals and a couple times in the Blue playoffs three to one, you know they three to one in the Raptors so yeah right, three so, to one against uh the Cavaliers and then the Raptors they lost right too. so so they, the those teams did figure that out and um I, you know the Warriors are going to be back they they sucked um, last year and this year too, didn't they? Because they got guys that were just hurt so bad. You know, Curry ended up going out. Clay Thompson went out. What? Um, I think Draymond even was out too for a little while. So yeah. when like when the your whole three team guys, was on yeah, life support, yeah. When when the team goes down like that, it is what it is. Um, and good for them. You know, honestly, it is almost a good best case scenario. They knew that this probably wasn't going to be year that they were going to contend for it anyways or win it. So. Those guys go down, and you get a high draft pick. Now you can bring in some a young guy that can uh, run up and down the court when and not uh, pay him co- dick, right? Yeah, when Clay and uh, so it Steph helps out with the breaks tax. Mm-hmm. You're not paying KD anymore, so that helps out too. So now oh, you yeah. can trade for Beal, bring him in. I don't yep. mind it. I th- yeah, I, I don't I know if they're gonna bring him in as like a sixth man or what, because you can't really. You're not gonna get rid of the Splash Brothers. You're not gonna send any of them, right? But I mean, what are you gonna do? You're gonna move Clay to what power forward? <laughs> Clay could play power forward, I would think. 
maybe it i don't looks, know it it'll be small. it'll be interesting um i i would be very i don't think we're gonna see nba until january i don't think we see it until after the holidays this year just because you know because of the delay with everything i don't know about that man. you can't skip the christmas game it's like tradition it, i might start around that time then if anything but it, that'll that'll be interesting so yeah um other headline, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is getting a two-year ban from LSU for improper booster payments, and reports are saying that he was helping pay recruits. It's part of the game. Part of the Dude, game. Literally everyone does Everybody it. in the SEC does that. He just got caught. It's uh, it's literally like, not to, like I said, I, I hate poli- bringing in politics, but it's literally like all politicians lie to you, so why do you still go out and vote for him? All right. college football teams pay recruits. Yep. And it's just the fact it's how it's how you pay the recruits, whether you get caught. And I was like, it's the dumbest thing ever. Just yep. allow them, like, allow them to pay recruits. Blame the call, like, mm-hmm. penalize the colleges. Don't penalize the kids. Don't penalize the players. It's not right. fair to the kids. Like, mm-hmm. you're 17, 18 years old, and they're offering you five grand. Mm-hmm. You can take that money. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that that one popped up as I was doing show prep today, and uh, I don't hate OBJ's. I, I don't. I, I don't either. I like him too. Like him. So I think he gets a bad rap for everything. He he was on the Giants, and then he was on bad Cleveland teams. Cleveland's good now, but but that's only because their running game is good. And look yeah. what happens when they play a good defense. So um, I think a lot of the reason that he was good is because of Eli Manning when he was with the Giants. Because Eli Manning's that is was one of the quarterbacks who would pick one guy and that was his guy. But um, OBG he's, he's not a did spread make the ball around. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. So very athletic. Him. Very athletic. Um uh second to last headline, uh Mike McCarthy. You mentioned it earlier. Uh, yeah, reports of, are yeah, reports are saying that uh coaching staff is unprepared, unprofessional. Of, it was an anonymous players yep. report as they mm-hmm. say so to me i always take that with a grain of salt yep. like i don't think they're gonna lie Yep. but i do think they'll exaggerate quite a bit when it comes to yep. the, you know just the world of breaking news and sports and whatnot yep. um i pretty he's not gonna get fired i mean this is literally jerry jones is a guy that stuck with jason garrett for mm-hmm. five years longer than he should have yeah way to go who oh, yeah kick that field goal way to go guy Right. How many games did you see that where they just that's all he ever did? So like the clap himself. So Mike McCarthy's gonna be fine. I mean it's like as me and you watching the Packers as long as we have, we know what he brings to the table. He's got a pretty you, you good got, offense. Yeah. His his offense has been electric, but their defense is just also letting up forty points a game. You know what's not electric? Dash foot. No, that is not um you know, I I'll give them <laughs> I'll give them this game. You know, they're they're coming in with a backup quarterback. Um, but that first, guy was a starter last year. He was a starter last year, uh, but so, he wasn't expecting to play at this point. So it's, um, it, it is a bit of a challenge. Um, so you know, I think I think he, everybody's calling for McCarthy's job. I think that he's going to be able to use the Prescott injury as a reason to keep it if it is on the line. Um, I don't see Jerry. I don't see Jerry Jones as involved as he is in the team because he's the owner and GM, which I absolutely hate. Um, I don't see him. Uh, being a one and done coach guy, you can't hold that too much against Jerry Jones because look at the talent he's brought in. Though. Oh yeah, absolutely. The he, dude he a has an eye for that. football. Like I would argue, like but I think him Steelers and the Niners the last couple of years have yeah. been really able to spot amazing talent. Um, like I didn't agree with them trying to sign C like just 
taking CeeDee Lamb just so you can laugh at the Eagles, but CeeDee Lamb's been working out pretty well. He's on my fantasy. Lamb's He's look, been winning CD me games. Lamb's looking like a, a stud wide receiver, definitely. He's I looking mean, Dak good. Prescott likes him quite a bit. Um, uh, just the the disagreements with Dak. Um, yeah. I've, I feel like maybe someone should have budged on that deal. I'll usually try and go with the owner side just because of the type of person I am of um, who's going to stick with the team longer, um, a player or an owner, you know. So that's how, that's where my loyalty always lies. Is an owner owns my team as much as sometimes I hate Stephen Ross. I mean, I still do hate Stephen Ross because you threatened to move the Miami Dolphins once. Uh, I never forget. Never forget. Never forgive. Never, never forgive. forgive. Um, um, yeah, I, I don't think McCarthy's so, gone after this year, no matter what happens. He'll stay. Um, and you they'll, can't bag they'll, on they'll win a few games. They'll probably get pretty close to 500 if they go on a streak towards the end, too. They, if, I mean, they could potentially, they do have potential to win that division. They go 8-8 eight eight with the division, division is, nobody cares. Yeah, that division is wide open. So. Then and that McCarthy, like, I'll still give you the credit to be like, you lost your starting quarterback, so you get a little bit of a buy. You get a little bit of a buy. Um, I don't think there's not any Adam excuse Gaze, for to, God's sakes. there is no excuse to not run Ezekiel Elliott behind the godly offensive line that they've always had there in Dallas. It's because Mike McCarthy can't be a defensive but, coach. Dude, you saw it. How many times in Green Bay did they win yeah. games? 42 to 38. Oh, yeah, constantly. Um, so hopefully they're able to get that figured out. Um as a football fan and as a Packer fan, I do not, uh, full disclosure, I fucking hate the Dallas Cowboys. I can't stand them with a burning passion. I, As anyone outside of the city of Dallas would contest, right. I fucking hate the Cowboys. So, uh, me um, personally, I don't really care. They beat yeah. us in a Super Bowl in like 1971, right. and I don't really care about um, the rest. It's kind of the same the same mentality of just, you know, everybody, everybody kind of hates them, so I do too. Um, but there is there is that certain little bit of joy that I get when the when I they, look and I see that the Cowboys lost. They There's a gave, little bit of joy with that. They gave my boy John Kitna uh, a bit of love. Yeah, I don't know why I love John Kitna. Yeah. Um, probably because I used to watch NFL Europe and he was pretty good with that. And I was like, this guy's kind of cool. It was oh cool, a guy from fucking nowhere NFL Europe came through and is playing really good. Right. So that's why I think I got behind John Kitna. Yeah. And my dad also like absolutely loved him. So. Like it's just you know osmosis of me loving a player, mm-hmm. um, so I'll give him a bit of credit there. And uh, our last headline, um, and I know you're going to have a lot to say on this one. Uh, Tua is now the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins after their bye week. Uh, me and my sister had a heart to heart on this. She loves Ryan Fitzpatrick with yep. with with a passion. She loves that man, which I think is very odd because at a distance I have like that. Fitzpatrick look with the full beard and mm-hmm. long hair. Yep. Uh, someone says I look like in a uh, the estranged son the estranged of, son of, of Kurt Patrick. Russell and <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzdaddy as I like to call. Ah, that's really weird. We're not. We're gonna. We're gonna cut that. We'll cut that later. We'll cut that in post. <laughs> um, no. Uh, Can we get a cut? <laughs> cut this? I don't know. I'm torn on this mm-hmm. because, like. Fitz admitted himself, everybody knew it, that Tua was eventually going to get the start this year. And I really did, I do love what Fitzpatrick did. I dogged on him in the beginning of last year, and then he came through and he won us five games, and I thought, yep, here we go. We're going to be the third team to go 0-16. All the times they made fun of the Browns, they said, you know, 1-15 was bad for us that year, but at least we're not the Browns. And he came through and he won a bunch of games with him and B-Flow coming together to win those. And then coming through this year, three and three, five hundred. Um, we're doing a 
about as good as I thought we were. I was hoping we'd get that win against the Patriots. Uh, so it's coming down to for me. I, th- in my my what my heart says, I don't like this. You play the hot hand. Um, Fitzpatrick has earned the right to keep starting, but and then my head says, Fitz didn't play that good against the Jets. He did throw the... two picks, and in the big games where we need to win against New England, Bills. And Seattle, what happened? He didn't play very good. Seattle, he could not get past the red zone. He couldn't score with that, so we had to settle for field goals. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I, I like I I'm a hot hand approach uh, person as well. Um, hot hand gets the ball type of situation. Um, the take that I saw and heard a couple of different times today was. Now, instead of a situation like what Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert are in, where you have a young quarterback whose confidence is going to go down quite significantly because you're not playing meaningful football, your team's getting demolished, doesn't have a lot of talent around him, you're bringing Tua in, and he's playing meaningful football because the Dolphins are in first place in that division. Herbert's playing and have, really and good. Ha- they, and Herbert so is playing, Joe, Burrow. Joe Burrow. He's getting they're slaughtered, all, but he's playing, playing good football. So, but now Tua is the one who's playing meaningful football. He's playing, like, he's coming in and that team's trying to make the, the Dolphins are trying to make the playoffs. Yeah. You know? And I think this is. Uh, and, and this is a year where they probably weren't really quite expecting to get to the playoffs. I and still. And now they, they have a legit shot. And I think they, I think they think that Tua is their best shot to keep pushing them forward. And it's better to bring in Tua now. Now you have two weeks. You have the bye week to prepare with him as the starter Get him in there. I think you guys play the Rams. So get him in there against, against the Rams. Donald, that's a tough. That's a tough defense. It's a good matchup, I think. And uh, but you get him. It'll be interesting. I, I I'm willing to bet that that game gets flexed in the prime time. I think it will too. I think it will. People They'll, want people want to see Tua. Everybody's been excited I, uh, and on and pretty high on him since he came from Alabama. And when he was at Alabama too, he was electric there. And I think that it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good game. And I got I I hope nothing but the best for him. And I hope he's super successful. I do feel pretty bad for uh, Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick, though. And I've liked Dude, Ryan that. Fitzpatrick since he was the starter for the Bills. His and I speech. had him on one of my first uh, fantasy football teams. I, You know, and it's also one of those things. He was drafted by the Rams, so it would have been nice to see him come through and beat the Rams and have it come full circle and then maybe have that be his last game. Actually, no, that would have probably actually made it worse than if he would have won because he would have been the hot hand. Right. But um, it just... For me, it comes down to like watching his like interview he did today about how it like broke his heart that he got sad even though he's been playing pretty well. Um, kind of broke my heart. He has thrown; he's third in the league for interceptions though, so it's not like he's he's, he's, he's not setting the, the world on fire. Well, but it's kind of but it's he's been expected with Fitzpatrick though. It's the type of quarterback he is. He's a gunslinger. He's not a. But that's just looking at the game from the stats. If you like, sure. I've watched every single one of the games because I'm a devoted fan, and he's done like. Just running plays like that, like just running with the ball. I was like, Fitz, you're damn near 40. Don't you be running with the football and just trying to make plays and what that he's putting his heart and soul into this year. And that's why I didn't want them to sit him is like what my heart is saying is like he's given everything he's got out there. This isn't the same Fitz I think I saw last year. This one feels like he's doing everything he can. He wants to get to a playoff. He wants to wants to win a big game. I don't think I maybe he believes he can win a Super Bowl with this. If he does. That's great. I've been I've been looking for just a playoff win for twenty years. So you know what? I'll take anything at this point. So that's why my heart's broken by it. But I think Tua gives us more options. Everyone's been dogging Tua about the injuries. You know, oh, he's real injury prone. I was like, yeah, I remember last time when Miami passed on a 
high-profile injury-prone quarterback. His name was Drew Brees. And uh, that worked out for us because we traded for Dante Culpepper. That was fresh off the bang boat. That was a little bit off the bang boat. That was he also he had a little injury that year. It took yep. him out for. So we traded for that, and then um, that was Nick Saban year. The yes, one year Nick Saban was Miami, and so that was just great to watch that. Um, so now, like when we drafted Tua, I was a little upset at first. This guy he's injury prone, and then that's when I started thinking about it. I was like, we're the same fucking team that passed up Drew Brees arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, guaranteed Hall of Famer. So as far as I'm concerned, we'll play, we'll, we'll take a chance with an injured guy. We're Miami. It's been 20 years since we have had a quarterback that's meant anything. So I think we, if it doesn't work out with Tua, which I, I'm pretty sure it will because that dude loves football, I think it'll work out pretty well. But also I love you too, Fitz. I don't know. It's, I'm torn. Like I said, I'm torn between my heart and my head. It's like I'm watching my parents get divorced right now. <laughs> All right, now we are going to make our week seven football picks. And uh, part of what we're going to do with our football picks every week is we have a friend of the program who uh, is self-proclaimed, doesn't know anything about sports whatsoever. And uh, we've decided that we're going to have him pick our Thursday night game every week. If there is no Thursday night game, if it gets delayed, that we will... Pick a game at random. Pick a game at random that he's going to take a pick. Right. So this week, what is our Thursday night game, Marcus? Our Thursday night games is we have the New York Football Giants versus the Philadelphia Eagles, also of football. <laughs> also of football. <laughs> uh, and joining us is friend of the program, Evan. Evan, what's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? We're doing all right. Uh, let me give you a little background here on Evan. This man uh, played no high school sports. And during a bachelor softball game, I saw him bat, I think, a thousand and cranked one out of the park. He did hit a dinger. This man is a as, fucking as liar. The, He's an athlete. Kids call it. He's a pure athlete. The reason why we call him Goatinger in the group, Evan Goatinger. This man's the greatest of all time. So, Evan, who do you have to yep. pick from what you know about football or lack thereof okay, well, football? Well, first, what I mean to ask is. Um, uh, where are the New York Giants and the, the Philadelphia team from? <laughs> well, the funny, the New York Giants actually right. play in New Jersey. They do oh, actually okay. play. Yeah, they do right. not that, play that, in New York. That does make do sense, not. actually. Right. Uh, the, the New York Jets also, also play. play in New Jersey. New Jersey. The Buffalo right, 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 Bills. Right, 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 right play in new york yes they do <laughs> oh of course of course yeah. right yes. oh, sorry football 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 right. right so evan we need a pick from you between who do you think would win between the new york football giants and the eagles well if my many years of playing card games on a tabletop has taught me anything instead giants can't reach up in the sky for shit <laughs> uh yes, so right. the eagles are definitely gonna win all right. Eagles, so. And that is his mortal lock. That's Evan's super pick of the week. Evan's super yeah. pick of the week. Casey, are you going to agree with that pick or are you going to go against it? I'm also going to agree with that pick. So, mm. um, Evan, what we're going to do is we're going to keep track of your record, your overall record. Right. Um, and if you have a I'm like better. I'm chicken. If you have a better winning percentage yep. at the end of the year than me or Marcus, 
I don't know. Something will happen. I will jump in the Kanikanik River in River Falls. There you go. <laughs> oh man, that's yeah. a cold river. That is a very cold river. That's a cold river. That's a cold river. Um, and up here, up north here, it has snow. Already, uh, actually, so. actually, I tell you what, you can you can join our bet where, if I win, I buy Marcus a six pack of Grain Belt Premiums. If, if Grain Belt, you can sponsor this podcast. Yes, and uh, vice versa. And then now, if you win, uh, we'll buy you a six pack of Grain Belt premiums. And if we tie, we then I will jump in the Kanikanik River because yeah. I don't believe in ties. <laughs> that, right, that, ties, absolutely. Yeah. And then we fight to the death because uh, there has to be a winner at some yeah. point. Oh, right, there can be only one. There can be only one, even though the Eagles actually have a tie. The Eagles do actually have a tie in their record. They are one that's four awkward. and one. That's well, that's okay because the Giants have only one win. Well, if I'd win. been given that information, I might have picked differently. <laughs> no, it's Morda was locked in. Locked too, in. It's too, too late. late. Yeah, I like popped it and I locked it right there. You know there what? It is. To be the odd man looking out, I'll take the Giants on this one. And Marcus is going to take the Giants. All right. All right. Well, All right. Have fun not having reach. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks Thank a lot, you. Evan. We appreciate it, man. Yeah. No problem, guys. Bye. Yeah. All right. I was so really expecting him to pick the Giants on that one. I actually was expecting him to pick the Giants as well, uh, but he he's uh, he's a man uh, a man after after the he's Eagles. Hard. So um, going forward, what are our other games, Marcus? We're gonna go through our picks right now. All right. Let me take a look here. Let me take a goose. Let me take a gander. All right, here we go. Next game, the Panthers versus the Saints. Panthers versus the Saints. I am Big going Dick to... Big Dick Teddy. I'm going to pick the Panthers. You can put... Oh, after they let you down against the Bears? Yep. I'm going with the... Uh, who that? We're going with Saints Nation. Saints Nation. That's our first. All right, next game we got, Bills versus Jets. Oof. Ugh. Bills versus Jets. I'm picking the Bills. Yeah, I, I, I can't pick the Jets. I can't pick the Jets because I don't like him. I can't pick the Jets because we all know they're not going to win that game. Right. The Battle of New York. Well, the Battle of One New York team. Battle of One New York team. All right. Next game we got, we got the Browns versus the Bengals. Uh, I picked the – they already played once this year, and I picked the Bengals the first time, um, and the Browns didn't end up winning. I think we both did. Um, I'm going to pick the Browns this time. I have not picked the Browns yet this year. Bengals are at home for this game, although home field advantage doesn't really matter when you – it's like an hour-long drive. Right. Uh, you know, I'm also, almost have to go with the Browns. I think that game against the Steelers, Steelers are probably one of the best teams in the AFC, so yeah. I, I almost have to go with the Browns in this one. Yep. All right. Fox game of the week, Cowboys versus Washington. <laughs> oh, my God. What a terrible football game. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Oof. Washington's just not a good team this year, so I just I, I have a hard time picking them right now. I've picked them a couple of times, and they've. I think we both actually have picked them a couple of times, and we just. It's. I think it's only worked out for us once. Yep. I'm gonna go with Washington on this one. The um, Washington football team. The Washington football team. This game used to be known as the Cowboys versus the Indians. Now it's just the Cowboys versus the team formerly known yeah. <laughs> as a derogatory term. Right. So I'm gonna go with Washington on this one. I got right. I got faith in Riverboat Ron. Riverboat Ron almost Riverboat won Ron. with a miss with a two point conversion, but I think that puts faith in your team saying let's go out and win games. Yeah, so absolutely. let's go with Washington. Yep. Uh apparently from what everyone's been saying on the news channel, they recently butchered Packers. Apparently I guess 
they're not a team anymore versus the uh, Houston Texans. Who do you got on that one? I'm going to take the Packers. I'm going with the um, Packers on that It's going to be a high-scoring game because um, I think Houston's offense is still pretty decent, and Deshaun Watson, any anytime there's a, a good quarterback um, against the Packer defense, um, I'm they're going to put up some numbers, but I do think that the Packer offense will bounce back after last weekend. Houston defense is pretty terrible. So, but I've Packers have a history of bad time with mobile quarterbacks, though they do. But I think I'm gonna have to go with the Packers on this one. Mm-hmm. Usually, the bounce back game works out for them. They did the same thing last year off the bye; they lost, came back, won. Yep. Uh, we got the battle of the Lions versus the Falcons. Dirty Birds versus the Big Cats. I am gonna go with the Falcons. Oh, nice! Going with the hot hand, forty points. Yep. I'm gonna have to go and I'm thinking the Lions are looking like the better choice here. I'm gonna go with okay. Matty Stafford versus Matty Ice. Matt Stafford versus Matt Ice. You're gonna pick Matt Stafford. I'll take Stafford on that one. All right. Lions are not terrible this year. I expect them to be a bad. Bit uh, they're not as bad as everybody makes them out to be. Th- They've played. They had a tough first few games. Th- um, they should have won against. Um, the Bears, but their rookie dropped that pass. DeAndre Swift. That, but then they started realize they realized last week if you hand him off the ball, oh man, this guy was really good at Georgia yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Um. They they they're definitely a a, a lot better team uh, on the field than they are on paper. All right. Next game we got Steelers versus Titans. That's probably going to be the game of the week. That's got to be game honesty. of the week. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Steelers because the Steelers have a very very good run defense. Um, and uh, they just have a good defense in general. They always do. Um, and I think that that's going to give the Titans fits because if they're able to take away Derrick Henry and force uh, the Titans to pass and to know that Tannehill is going to be passing. I think that they're going to be able to uh, step up. And then um, I don't think I trust the Titans' defense enough to stop uh, Big Ben and uh, that receiving core that he's got. The Big Ben interception, multiple interception games, is coming this year, but I don't yes. think it's going to be this week, so i got to go with so the Steelers. Either. I don't think, like, once again, Mike Vrabel as your head coach, you think he'd be a little bit better on defense. but Yeah, I think I think so too. And I, and I, I don't follow the Titans enough to know uh, whether or not they have guys hurt or not. They very well could, so um, as every team does this year. Yeah, it's been a pretty bad year for injuries. Yep. They uh, urinating trees video, like you know how he does the at the end of every like mm-hmm. sports week in football, he'll do the taps, and then he'll have like all the injuries mm-hmm. for a week too. He it was literally so long he couldn't actually play taps to it. He had to find a longer, sadder song. That's funny because how many injuries were there? There was a lot. Um. So next we got the the battle of the birds, Hawks versus Cardinals. Um, uh, Casey's two of Casey's top five power ranking quarterbacks. That's true. Um, I think Seattle still wins this one and remains undefeated. Um, Arizona hasn't proven enough to me for me to know that they have what it takes to beat Seattle. I'm, I, I, I will not be sad if I lose this pick, but um, I'm gonna pick Seattle. I gotta go with Seattle on this one. Hawks can prove they could drop high thirties, yeah, thirties in a game. Whereas, yeah, that, like, that's sometimes... a pretty high powered offense, and I know their defense is gonna let up a lot of points to Kyler Murray. But in a Kyler Murray versus have... Russell Wilson shootout, Jamal Adams takes take a Russell good Wilson. safety though, and he hits hard, yeah. so that might slow down. Yeah, Curry, so but... I, th- I think I'm gonna take um, Russell Wilson in that one. We got the Chiefs versus the Broncos. Uh, I'm going the Chiefs. Patriot Killers. I'm going Chiefs. Mm. AFC West big matchup. I gotta go with the Chiefs on this one as well. 
I don't think lightning strikes twice here for the Broncos. I don't, so. I don't think so either. It's not every – you are not going to win a game by kicking field goals against um, Kansas City. You're also not going to win games by having Drew Luck one... almost hand the ball back to the Patriots there in the fourth quarter. So the only um, the only team I think that legitimately has a good um, home field advantage this year is the Broncos. Is that one in Denver or – That one is at mile high. I think I'm still going to pick Kansas City, but I'm – Instead of it being like 80-20 Kansas City, it dropped down to 70-30 Kansas City. I still got it 80-20. Like watching that game when the Broncos had it went one and then they throw the ball to the Patriots, I was like, what are you doing? Right. Why, you, why, do, you, why do teams always do this? They try and outsmart Belichick. Right. To which that, the, oh, it's the Belichick effect. And I was like, the Belichick effect is that you sit there and be like, this man's a genius. I have to outthink him. Or just stick with your plan. Right. It worked for the Giants twice. Yep. All right, next game we got is the uh, Minshew Madness Shagwires versus, uh, I think, what are they calling him? Air Bear Herbert for the Chargers. Uh, He's not our Air That Bear. one's kind of a toss-up. Um, I think I'm going to pick... I think I'm going to pick Jacksonville on that one. I think they bounced back after the loss last week. It's breaking a heart too many times. I go with the Chargers. Herbert's playing real good. Right. After getting Herbert pressed in because... I, I do. I do like him as a young quarterback in this league. He's definitely going to be uh, good, for sure. I'll have to see. Mess, it's, I think he's going to be the best quarterback in L.A. I got to give him three to five years for me because, like, you look yeah, at a couple Baker years Mayfield. Everyone thought fine. he's going to be future MVP, and they kind of – I'm yeah. not saying he's bad, but he's sputtered out a bit. He does, he does a show. really good job of handing the ball off to mm-hmm. Kareem Hunt or Nick Chubb. If they – do if they if they just give the man one solid coach for Herbert, I think he can be good. But if they do so what they do with Cleveland, where they just have a carousel of coaches, you're yeah, doomed. Yeah, you're always doomed. The, always doomed. Yep. All Agreed. right, next we got oh, good one in my opinion. 49ers versus Patriots. 49ers. Uh, we both picked uh, drunk pick. Marcus picked the 49ers. Uh, yeah. For some reason, second guessed himself. Never yeah. do that. Right. All my drunk decisions have ever worked out. Like everyone always complains. I, I think I took the Rams. You took the Rams, and then yeah. I changed from the pay, from the Forty ers Yeah, um, I think it's it's so hard for me to bet against New England. Um, so I think I'm going to pick New England in this one. Um, but that's going to be good. Is that the Sunday night game? That is no. That's a three o'clock game. Really? Wow. Yeah, I'm impressed they didn't move that. Um. I have to go with the Patriots on on this one as well. Belichick always bounces back after a tough loss. Agreed. Um, it's or not really a tough loss, but just a just a garbage loss. So he's going to definitely be on the boys on that. I think Cam's mm-hmm. going to try and come back and get some of his swagger back too. I think because people kind of dogged on him a bit this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how I want to put it. A lot of people are sitting there being like, "We had the COVID and came back, so he didn't have a lot of practice." And I was like, "Yeah, the Titans didn't either, and they destroyed the Bills." So. Yep. He doesn't yep, yep. Maybe you know what? Maybe after all these years, maybe it is just practice, man. Maybe it is. Next game we got uh, Rogers Killers Buccaneers versus uh, homeboy from Fresno, Derek Carr and the Raiders. Uh, I think that that defense is going to eat Derek Carr and um, Josh Jacobs alive, and uh, the Buccaneers are going to win that one. Yeah, I have to. Kind of give that one to the Buccaneers, too, after kind of showing they can dismantle one of the best teams, the NFC. Yeah, the Buccaneers, like I said, the Buccaneers defense um, finally got the spotlight that they deserved this last week because they were on a nationally televised game. Um, and this, the, like I said, the narrative had been Tom Brady all year up until that point. Now it's this defense is amazing. And, oh, yeah, by the way, Tom Brady's 
a, de- a good enough quarterback to make our offense. We're not going to turn the ball over 30 times or 30 plus times this year just because of our quarterback. Exactly. Um, so, and it's just like, as much as I support Derek Carr, cause he's a Fresno state kid. Yeah. Um, it's just hard. Yeah. For them to just try and overcome this. Like I've said, after watching that, just dismantling of green Bay, it's like, Ooh boy. Yeah. Yep. And then finally Monday night game is going to be the bears versus the Rams. Uh, I'm gonna pick the Rams. Um, they they lost last week, but I do think that they are a better team overall than the Bears. I think that the Bears' defense is definitely better than the Rams' defense. Um, but the Rams' offense is good enough where they'll put up enough points, and the I don't trust the Bears. The Bears' offense is just too inconsistent. Um, to be able to put up as many as many points as the Rams' offense, no matter how good the Bears' defense is, um, Foles will have a turnover, a crucial turnover, um, and I think it's going to be a crucial enough turnover where headlines on um, Tuesday are going to read: Should they put Trubisky back in? I'm, That's my prediction. I'm gonna, in all honesty, I th- I'm gonna go with the Bears on this one. After watching Nick Foles come in that interview, I think. After yeah. the game and talking like it's an ugly win, but you know we're still winning. That's true. Coming together, it was a beautiful interview. It, it inspired me. Yeah. And so I'm gonna. I, go got, with... I got a lot of respect for Nick Foles. Um, I don't have a lot of respect for Matt Nagy. I don't think that he's as good of a coach as everybody makes him out to be. And um, and I, I just like I said, I think that offense is just too inconsistent for me to uh, think that the, I, the Rams the Rams defense is consistent enough to. Put to stop the Bears' offense, and that's what it's going to come down to. Because I think the Rams' offense is going to score. You know, it's going to be a twenty-one to thirteen game, but I don't yeah. see the Bears' offense scoring twenty-one points on the Rams' defense. I, from what I see, is I think Khalil Mack. This is the week where he finally lets loose because I yeah. think he's. I yeah, think it's going to show he's to definitely do why sure. he's why he's been multiple defensive yeah. player of the years and why he's probably one of the best pass rushers in football. Oh yeah. So I think this is the week he's going to let loose on that. Um, yep. he, I mean, we've we've talked multiple times before this podcast about how I feel about Jared Goff. Yeah. How they the second they went to that Super Bowl, they crowned him as the second coming, and then they look at him now, and it's like, oh, okay, maybe he's just about average, right? A little bit above average. Yep. And so I just it's one of those things. Also, uh, just don't like the Rams. They wasted uh, Stephen Jackson's career. So you know I'm gonna take the Bears on this one. So we'll see what happens on this. All right. Uh, so that is our football picks, um, and that is also it for our show this week. Uh, we will be back next week, new episodes every Thursday, uh, where we will obviously cover uh, the events from the week prior. We'll uh, Next week we'll be able to go over our pick results and see uh, who won that one, see how our boy Evan did, and uh, we will uh, ha- come Case. back with some new power rankings, and we'll all come back with some new... Uh, uh, news stories, hopefully, too. Hopefully, it's an entertaining week, and we'll probably have a World Series champion by that time as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's going to be over by that time. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking, clean. Have we actually, before we go, let me get an update on that quick. Yeah, sure. Let me see. Uh, let's see. We are, it is 1020, and as of 1020, 6 to 4, Razor up four, against the bottom Dodgers. Of the, 6 to 4, bottom of the eighth, one bottom out. Eight. Dodgers already have one run. Hmm. Yeah. We'll see. I think yeah. they still got the bottom of the nights. The Dodgers, I think, might get it still. Yeah, I'm, we'll I'm, I'm predicting five game series. 
Four um, games. I think it's going to be a sweep. You think it's going to be a sweep? sweep them. All right. It was nice. I guess we'll, uh, we'll we'll know tonight whether or not that can happen. Right then. All right. Thanks, See everyone. See everybody all next week.